Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. It's me. No, I am not your UTR prediction champion, but it is me, Kenny, the Silverback Enforcer <laughs> Anderson, because you are looking at your UTR world television champion, goddammit. He is no. The world not. fucking television champion. I told you. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> it is yeah, Matty Bischoff. Like I said, if no. I came in second, I was. Anyway, so what we're going to do today. We're I got power, one, bitch. I got power. One, we only got one UTR. We are, I am we one the champion. We UTR World Television Champion. God damn it. One, one if champion. you're on TV, that means you got to defend. The UCR. Right. <laughs> we can do this all goddamn day. I got power too, goddamn it. I got power too, goddamn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> joining us. We can't waste time doing this. <laughs> joining me as always, our <laughs> producer, the man behind the boys, the man that keeps us going. He is the sports journalist of the group. The man who was writing. So, folks, when you see an article that says Greg Bush, click that shit. Give this man his clicks. Give it up for Mongo, because you are no longer king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, royalty is bad today. Um, well, okay. No. <laughs> That's two dads today. Um, nah, I some poor takes. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, okay. folks? Uh, <laughs> hell of a fucking weekend, huh? Jesus Christ. Whew, what a weekend to be a goddamn wrestling fan, I tell you. It, I, I was, uh, I, I saw someone that uh, I didn't, that I know doesn't like wrestling, and they just said, what the fuck is happening in wrestling for y'all to be acting like this? And I said, I, it would take me months to Actually, explain to you. Who it would take you no down. more than, it would take you no more than, it would take you no more than I say thirty seconds to tell somebody with doubt. Basically, what's going? If you don't know what's going on in wrestling, pretty much, a spoiled crybaby got what he wanted, but it still wasn't hold enough, on, so on, he kept hold bitching. On, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Mickey James is walking down. Just give me a sec. Uh, oh yeah, you, you're, yeah, on y'all, 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 yeah you're on a delay. You're on a delay. You're on a delay. Joining me also from Louisville, Kentucky. He is. He also came in second place. For predictions as well, so give it up for your IC champion. I am Matt not Bishop. the IC champion. You're not champion. secondary champion. I don't give a fuck. Yes, I am. I am, I am technically I am the IC champion. I am your forever IC first champion. and only, I believe. <laughs> See, and then that's when that happens. When you bring that up, when you do, when you bring that shit up, that's what happens. Okay, now I don't even have my good. belt out. That's your fault. That's your fault. I don't want to get up and get it. What's going on, Reggie? That's your fault. But uh, let's get into some. Let's get into this wrestling news. God damn it! This, this. Right, so, for those of you that follow whatever's happening, we're gonna talk about uh, Punk when we get to the pay per views because we're, but it's gonna be a whole segment on the media scrum. So we're, we're gonna get to that after pretty, the news that, that's that's a big deal we're gonna go pretty much order that's what pretty much the do. pretty much the big 
the pretty much the main news that we're discussing has to do with actually a pay-per-view. The main news. But there is one other piece of news. Our boy, Matt's boy, Mr. Hickenbottom. Oh, before we continue, uh, before we continue, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give it up and introduce to you our new reigning Undisputed Predictions champion, Mr. Mike Champa. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get sued by WWE here, but uh, right, we just, they, they just got on their go side. Mm. <laughs> I don't get. <laughs> He's listening to the to, to Champions music and doing the Jeff Hardy shit. <laughs> right, that is that is so. Mike, turn the music off so we can unmute you. We ain't trying to get sued out here, boy. <laughs> no one I, will survive, I, I, god damn it. I just got those people to stop flagging our shit. For the love of God. Don't play their music. <laughs> well, they just my ass. No, no, they can't. No, they can't. We might want to we might want them to sponsor us one day. No, they can't. No, they can't. Damn it. We ain't big time yet. <laughs> Let us get big time first. Well, I'm the champ, so I'm big time. Kiss my ass. <laughs> really, really, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But ha, ah, finally, finally, it's been a long time coming. I've spent months trying to win back Goldie. I thought I had it Saturday. <laughs> fucking match. Fuckery took place. And it was a tie, <laughs> which meant Mongo retained. And I was just waiting and plotting, just waiting. And all out came up and said, hmm, I need to make a switch. Well, no, 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 splash over Clash. We know what happened at Clash. Yeah, I got my ass whooped. Yeah, Matty Braves came back. You talking about Worlds Collide? Yeah. Yeah, Worlds Collide. Yeah. So what I did was mute everybody because we don't need to talk about that since, you know, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. And like a thief in the night, at the eleventh hour, baby, Goldie came home to daddy. Oh, Here we go. Goldie came joining home. us. Wow. wow, joining us, making a special appearance from well, I, from I, I, I from the Krusty Krab. Give Justin, it up, <laughs> Dustin. Now, soon as, you know, you come on. I got to change. I got to change my whole stuff now. Hold on, hold on, man. I'm just excited for the fact that as soon as he wins that title, MJF's back. Like, that that's my prediction. I think MJF comes out and challenges him in Chicago after that. What? what? Whoa! I was right! Let's go! Um, no, you weren't because he didn't challenge him in Chicago. Oh, but he did. He came out with the chip, was ready to go. That ain't a challenge. He was, ca oh, he was cashing in. in. There is oh, no cashing in AEWs. There is no cashing in AEWs. There is no cashing. He was letting him know. He he told him, if no. Justin F is going to be the next champ. I mean, he did do the next champ. He did. Did he cash in? Did he cash in? That was the challenge? 
Hey, hey, here's the thing. He cashed. He he challenged no one. The chip means nothing. Well, because Jackass decided to go and bite people, but now, so now we hold on. We get to that yet? We didn't get to that yet. Hold (laughs) on, damn it! You want to join podcast late and shit? Hold the fuck on. (laughs) But um, that's why he's all spicy. He's drinking a Pepsi. Right. He's all. He's all super on too. It ain't got no sugar in it. That's why he's spicy now. He's. A, I'm all hyped up on dude, Chip. Jump <laughs> on you like a spider But what I was saying is, our boy Matty Reigns' homeboy HBK got another promotion. His second promotion within two months. Actually, HBK was promoted to vice president of talent relations. Pretty much took John Laurinaitis' um title. And for those of you who remember, John Laurinaitis was released around the same time that Mr. McMahon was released. So that's what happened with that. And our boy, Shawn Michael Hickenbottom, then came up, y'all. I was just not just Shawn either. Triple H got promotion this weekend, too. Both, both leaders of DX got promotions. DX is taking world. over the world. Literally. Too much is now the chief content officer. So do any, any any of that media, anything involving creative, anything that's going to come out, <coughs> whether it's TV, YouTube, whatever, Papa we, H we. is in charge. And then I get to see it also since it's NXT. That's, listen, first of all, I gotta get I gotta give HBK credit because NXT 2.0 was not the move. It was not the move. It was too bright. It was just eh. but as of right now, it's NXT 2.0. HBK has put his foot he's put his foot into it and has made it something something worthwhile now, something that you actually want to watch. I mean, he saw it from all angles. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right, so shit, y'all just want to get into the uh, into the paper first and then we'll do the wrestling news. This, man. this man Matt. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, Let's do so it. most of the news most of the news happened after the pay-per-views happened, so we're gonna we're gonna swap up the order <laughs> this week. We, we, so, can, uh, we can take a bite out of out of all the news. Oh <laughs> <laughs> see Shut what up. I did there. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do Clash okay. and Worlds together. They're both short pay-per-views. <laughs> so first off Clash uh, started Clash with a bang. Had what five had five matches? But it started with a banger. Well, it started with the the women's. It started with the women's six. What did it start with? Um, I'm, I'm a, I should have pulled the card earlier. If I'm not mistaken, didn't it start with Sheamus? It started with Sheamus and Gunta. I don't think so. Did it? I thought I thought it started with something else. Maybe it didn't. No, I believe it started with Sheamus and Gunta. There we go. Uh, no, it started with Damage Control. Uh, so, well, first off, we had a pre-show match for the first time since February. Uh, Madcap Moss, the Prophets. Uh, whooped on theory and alpha academy first so, yo listen montez gained a whole nother person 
Like, this dude is literally at least 30 pounds heavier of pure muscle than when he first got into WWE. Easily. Easily. And he still flies like a crazy... And because he's put that weight on, because he's put that weight on, that legitimately put him into the heavyweight category. And put him into the, okay, now it looks like ready for a singles, singles run. Because before, you know, he always had the athleticism, he had the mic, but let's be realistic, he was slender. So it, it's kind of hard to picture a, a slender guy being a certain type of champion. Even if it's a mid-card belt, you know, you, you expect the champ to look like a champ. Montez had the ability he had the talking and semi part of the look now with that weight he has the full package so i can see them definitely starting to do some new day stuff with um the street profits where they have montez slide off to get a couple of singles matches maybe even get a singles run i can definitely see doing that you don't think they'll split them um no only because only because Dawkins has done enough to prove himself. Right. Dawkins has upped his game dramatically. So yeah, you're right. Right, Reggie. Dawkins has upped his game dramatically. And he that match that he had with Seth, I think that match that he had with Seth put him over to let people know, okay, Dawkins is oh, I uh, I didn't want to share that one, Mongo. They say it as long you know we'll we'll put it up. But what you got? <laughs> Dawkins has done enough. To... I'm mistaken. Like each week, Dawkins has been trying to surprise us and pull out a new move too. That you know we haven't seen him try or something before. Dawkins has done. He's, he's come a long way, especially considering the fact that at one point that he, like his this was his last his last go round. Like I said, I saw him teaming with Jason Jordan when Jason Jordan had a curly fro on NXT before. Yeah, so. it, was, uh, it was a good show for those two and uh, and Madcap. Honestly, he's he's still he impressed me more and more every every time we see him. Uh, took him long enough, kind of like Dawkins, <coughs> or he was around for a while. Finally found his footing. Uh, let's see. Next up was the first match of the official show: Damage Control. Beating Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka. Uh, damn near 20-minute match. It was and worth it. I like that match. It was good. I just, I really wish Damage Control had, had the belts going into this, but, right. you know. Show us how much it takes to beat Bianca. Three finishers. Yeah, that surprised me. I'm not going to lie. That the fact that Bianca took the pin. That definitely surprised me. I did not expect her to do I expected Alexa to take the pin, if anything. Did, did Bailey pin her? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, did, did he? No, I thought, Dakota. Uh, Dakota. Dakota. Ah, Dakota. No. no, was it Dakota or Bailey? I think it was Bailey. Was it Bailey? It might have been Bailey. Um, but yeah, it, it took uh, Dakota's, what she hit her with the boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey hit the rose plant, and then EO did the moon over moonsault. Um, that does keep Bianca looking tough despite the loss because you have to hit her with everything to keep her down. Yeah. So it's, it's, that was a pretty great thing. But before we get further on this, I want to talk about this real quick. 
<laughs> I was listening to um uh uh, 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 another person that, that talks about wrestling, um, and they were saying that uh, rest, the main roster WWE pay per views now feel like takeovers, where it's less matches, but everything gets more time, and every match that is on the show is important. There's no like fluff on the main show. That's, uh, a that's good something point. y'all agree with. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes like, it makes shows shows feel more special now. Pay per views actually feel like pay per views instead of they, it just feeling like an extended raw. Right. It feels like, like that. If you get excitement because what they've done, what they've been doing actually pretty well is they've actually had good build up to these matches for this pay per view. So that's number one that that's getting us interested in the pay-per-views. Number one, they've had good stories to build us up to these matches because it's not nothing on this pay-per-view was thrown together at the last minute. Like, oh, except for, of course, you know, the pre-show match, but that's pre-show, why it's a pre-show match. Right. You know what I mean? Something I'll throw out there, too, is that, like, we got so used to WWE, like, putting putting a match on a card just because they felt like they had to. Like, oh, we we built to this. Like, we can't hold it for another, you know, another show. We've got to go in and throw it. And then we'd get, like, a three-minute match. And you could just tell it was super disjointed. You could tell that, you know, it, it, it didn't fit. And so I, I like that it that they didn't they didn't try to do that with this with this show. And it worked out well. Yeah, it did. It, it really did. Um, so, Damage Control gets the win. Uh, Much-needed win. Hopefully... Uh, they'll get those belts soon. Uh, because good god, uh, Raquel Aaliyah, Jesus. Uh, anyway, next up was I think this was the match. Uh, yeah, Gunther uh, versus Sheamus for the IC Championship. And good god almighty, that was a horse fight of all horse fights. That was an Hulse. NXT UK that was. That was Indies in the UK Walter kind of match. Be- and we didn't know if we'd ever get on the main roster when Vince was around. We didn't think this was something we kind of because this felt like his matches with Dunn, <laughs> with Dragonoff, with Coffee, and holy shit, Sheamus is he he is so underrated. He really is really incredibly is. underrated. <clears throat> they really. beat the shit out of each other. I love it. I mean, they I love all it. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great. It really was like Seamus chest looked like freshly sliced bologna. Ooh. After those goddamn chops, <laughs> it looked like that five minutes in. Okay, it didn't take long. It didn't take long for that to happen to him. Seamus chest looked like a pack of Oscar Myers. <laughs> After the fucking chops, he took from Walter. Walter, Gunther. I'm sorry, Gunther. Gunther. Gunther also, we, we, forgot, we forgot to say this. He showed up not just with Ludwig, Ludwig Kaiser. He we showed up with Imperium, baby. Giovanni, Giovanni Vinicius. Vinicius. 
<laughs> when, I, yeah. I, when it happened, I said this was the most genius thing they could have ever done. When they were originally Imperium, they didn't have a gimmick. Their gimmick was we just beat people's asses. That was pretty much the gimmick. And they literally said, all right, y'all can either keep this and we you give us a trademark or you change your names. All right. Walter said, I'll lose some weight. I'll change my name. Other dude said he'll do the same thing, too. They've essentially gave all three of them, and then they made Da Vinci get a totally different character, and then they just dropped him right back in as if nothing ever happened. Now mm-hmm. you have three different personalities in one unit. Well, before, right. they, they none of them had a personality. Right, because so Walter, did. Walter didn't talk. Gunther at least talked. You know what I mean? Walter barely said anything except for, I must break you. That's pretty much yeah. what Walter fucking said. At least Gunther, whether he's talking in English or not and screaming at um, Ludwig, at least he's saying something now. So you're right. It's a completely different type of personality. Giovanni um, Benici, come on. Fabian Agner, that, that dude is absolutely talented beyond control, man. Right. That dude is so damn talented. Like, we was impressed with him from the CWC. Yeah, but and I still can't believe that that man was a fucking cruiserweight because Jesus Christ. Right, like... Um, <laughs> we should have known he was going getting caught up when he lost to Melo because any of, any of Melo's challengers lately, he should have been the one to beat Melo. Mm-hmm. So we should have known the second Melo won that, that he was set for a call-up. And didn't he beat Apollo too? Even though mm-hmm. Scotty, he still beat Apollo, right? <laughs> Apollo ass, old ball headed ass, milk dud, doing nothing ass. <laughs> uh, this match saw Gunther uh, for most of the, like the first half of this match. Gunther pretty much dominated, um, but then Sheamus got a second wind, and the crowd was fully behind Sheamus. I mean, they, were, they, were, they were begging for a Sheamus win. Uh, and then for the next, like, after he starts to get his win back, he spends two or three minutes trying to get the uh, the, the beats of the, of the Bowery or whatever it's called mm-hmm. on the ropes, on the table, by the right. barricade, fans. Like, he he was trying to, and he finally got it. That crowd erupted. Times. That crowd erupted, <laughs> yo. Gunther falls to his feet, can barely breathe. Like, it was... Perfect. Oh, so good. That that was when that, when we talk about like Haas fights. Yeah, that was it. That's yeah. It. Quick, quick, quick question for you guys: Do you think they should let him go ahead and complete the uh, the, the, the grand, grand slam? slam? The grand slam. Yeah. Considering um, what happened at the end of the show, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Considering what happened at the end of the show, I, I would want. I think they should have gave the UK crowd something. Something right, yeah. well, it's similar to like that, like the Saudi crowd normally gets some ridiculous result because they're the Saudi they Mansoor defeating Cesaro, right. <laughs> right? Right, you know, I don't think it hurts Walter if you know the two of them have the match they have, right. Seamus pulls out the win behind the home crowd, and, and then, then he, he, he loses it Friday, yeah, Friday. He <laughs> I don't think it hurts anybody. 
It doesn't because uh, it hurts the NWO. Like, at that point, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, not, it's not like it's an up and comer or someone who hasn't proven himself. It's, it's Sheamus, right? Sheamus, who who has beaten John Cena, who has beaten Roman Reigns. Do it now Reigns. when when it makes sense instead of uh, instead of giving us those forced title reigns like we got when it was they were doing it with the Shield where you just had Seth randomly winning the IC title and Roman randomly winning the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it, he gets that Grand Slam the year he decides to retire or leave the company. Which is so uh, that, 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 that'll be that'll, that'll be a big <laughs> final month. And that, that does suck. But he, he's, he's been doing this for a long time. Yeah, because see if you do it when he's getting ready to retire – or they're going to have to do it sometime in the near future to avoid, so it can at least be kind of in that Randy category when Randy mm-hmm. was fooling around with uh, Robert Roode and uh, gender for the U.S. title. For the U.S. belt, just right. so have it. And, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least with uh, Gunther, uh, him getting it now or like when the next month or so, kind of it makes sense. Right. This the time where he get it. So if, if if not now, fine. But considering the main event, Justin, I yeah, he definitely should have won it here. What I thought was very, what I thought was odd was how much the crowd was with Sheamus, as if Gunther isn't a European wrestler who has been over there for the past like forever years. Like he right. wasn't king of NXT UK for like two three years, damn it. It was. It shocked me. I was like, "Damn!" Like, I think it shows they did a good job telling the the story too. The build that like Sheamus was the clear face. You were supposed to cheer for him, right? Like, I yeah, think I, I don't. Speak, I don't know looking, if they. Right? I don't know if they did a build with that. That like the whole build with them two was just. Yo, I'm a big bad motherfucker. I'm a big bad motherfucker. Guess what? I got homeboys. I got homeboys. Let them fucking <laughs> fight. And we get our fucking fight on. Because low-key, before, before before my man Vinci came up on Saturday, my man Ludwig was holding it down. Because he was doing two-on-ones, yo. <laughs> he was doing two-on-ones. Putting his foot in fucking um, Pete's face and um, what you call it? Ridge's face. At the same time, like, he was holding it down on the two-on-one. So my man Vinci, can't, it even shit up. You know what I mean? So it was, they never really built Seamus as the face. This was literally yeah. just two big bad motherfuckers that needed to fight each other. That moment we got on SmackDown where, where Gunther and uh, Seamus were just staring at each other while uh, Ludwig was going after the other two, and it was just like chaos. And then we got mm-hmm. the same thing at the show. They start off staring each other down, and Imperium and uh, the Brawling Brutes just go to the back, beating the shit out of each other. It just Great. It, it, it eliminated any kind of person being involved in the match. You got two big motherfucking bulls fighting each other. I was it had very a big happy. Fight feel. I was very happy to see uh, Ridge Holland just get his ass whooped. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody is. Think all, look, yeah. he he he. I still blame him for Big E. Like we got an update on on him this week too, and like I just feel so bad for for Big E. Like, yeah, th- I, wasn't it like he still doesn't know if he's ever gonna do this again? Yeah, he don't know if he'll ever yeah. do wrestle again. Like, it's it, like, dude, it it's tough. Like, and I so every time I see Ridge Holland, I get angry. Yeah, I'm very upset about that too, Jeremy. 
I, I wish I wasn't wearing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I anytime, anytime I see Ridge, I'm with you. I, I just, I just think a big E. Um, yeah. So I, I do appreciate him getting his ass kicked by Imperium, who were just legit going to punch with the mouth. <laughs> you know they're throwing some taters. <laughs> yeah, they're they were molly whopping the shit out of each other. But yeah, great match. That was my favorite match of the weekend. Uh, there were some show. There were some matches on the AW we'll get to that were also fucking really good. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll move on to the next one. Um, but I do hope we're going to get a rematch of this soon. Uh, next up was Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I When I first it walked was- into this, I was like, Liv better lose this thing. After the <laughs> match is over, good fucking match. Great match. It was good match. I still think Liv should have lost. I just think it made so much sense, right? For for Triple H's return, like he he gets to put the title on the person that like arguably his he, best one. Yeah, like his his one of his crowning achievements was giving Shayna, Shayna. one of the best runs ever. A two time yeah. two runs. Yeah. I mean yeah. she's a two time NXT champion. I think and eventually to, she's gonna get her time. It was is, just but, it was funny to see but her Shayna, like, struggling with her arm and i got to thinking back to an nxt when she popped her arm back in mm-hmm. in the middle of the match and then just continued to just absolutely destroy with one arm so like i wish like when she did the she tried to lock in a one-armed like arm bar i wish that had kind of worked called back to that moment in nxt yeah matt i know you said that shane is going to get hers in time but unfortunately Unfortunately for the women's wrestlers, they don't the women wrestlers, they don't have the same time frame as the men. A 40-year-old men's is considered old but not ancient. A 40-year-old women's wrestler is considered a grandma. Unfortunately. And that's because that's how and it's that's because that's how society sees it. And that's how like Wrestling has been built up, unfortunately. The younger, fresher woman always comes in and takes over for the for the the older vet. You know what I mean? It's always a, a woman passing the torch down to another woman, the younger version of her, so so and so. So for the women, their time frames are a lot shorter unless they get into wrestling a lot earlier. She's in that upper epsilon where if she wasn't if she wasn't on if she wasn't in this pay-per-view, she'd be considered one of the trainers. She's almost she's at that age group where she would be one of the producers or trainers. There is someone you know, right now about to go through the the Ric Flair. If I lose one match, I'm done. Uh, story, in Mickey James. Yeah, and she's a year she's a year older than Shayna. Right, and look, Reggie just pointed out Shayna is older than Beth Phoenix. <laughs> I still think she can win it. I still think she can have her moment. Um, yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's not going yeah, to be five years down the line. <laughs> but how many of these, like, how many women, though, like, get out because they want to do, like, they want to start families? They want to do, right. We don't We don't know what Shayna's goals are. We don't know what Shayna's, like, plans are. Shayna may not want all that stuff, and she may wrestle for another 10 years. Yeah, I mean, she's in, she's in great shape. She's in great she shape, knows. and she definitely can. Shayna only, as far as I know, from what you, you can see her on social media and in the videos she does, she still does those training videos. Uh, 
what she cares about more than anything is wrestling and MMA. It's those two things. That's her favorite stuff to do. And then hanging out with up, up, down, down. So I think if we're patient with it, because now it's a different person in charge. I think Trips is going to put a belt on her at some point. I just, I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't. Um, again, yeah, you know, I kind of wish it was this match, but I'll say this. Shanna gave Liv the best match she's had in a very long time. They wanted, they wanted to legitimize Liv in that moment. That, is, that doesn't we say keep, much. We, but well, like, no, but we, we keep saying that after every Liv match, right? Like, <laughs> The last True. three live matches we've said, oh, that's the best live match we've seen. Maybe it's just because because truthfully, like Liv wasn't putting on very good matches before. Like, mm. but now she is. She so, just so wasn't. But well, but why, why is it happening now? Because she gets to work with the top, like the top of the card. <laughs> like, you know, it's not like she's facing, uh, you know, Alicia Fox anymore. She's facing <laughs> Dana Baszler. You know, she's she's facing. I mean, even Ronda. Like, even Ronda got some. She was facing. She her. was in the top epsilon in fucking NXT too. Fight. She was facing Becky. She was facing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a good point. But I think. Like, not. I, I don't. Oh yeah. So she. I feel like she has gotten. Y'all keep giving this damn crying half a credit. Man. God damn it! Get this fucking belt off this crying goddamn girl and put it on a goddamn real wrestling champion. Shit. Here's the thing. <laughs> I know that's I know that's why you, how, I'm not how giving you her feel. credit. I'm just saying like the other people yeah, really not are ele- I, I'm, <clears> she, I'm she's being elevated by everybody else. And <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. <laughs> he's, agree, he's agreeing with you. I agree <laughs> with you, Kitty. Like he he she clearly is not at that level because we saw her before this not doing anything. Then she gets in the main card because the other wrestlers are having to carry her up to good matches. Like I, I just, I don't like, know. I don't, she should never be champ. She should have never been champ. Like I think this is one of the biggest mistakes WWE has made as far as putting belts on people. I really this, do. This, this is one of the this, biggest mistakes. To me, it is. You to me, it is. Carly was like a two-time world champion. I never. I listen. I never said he wasn't a mistake. Or even the first time around with Ronda. <laughs> like I would not gonna say she's that. That's a little much. But here's the thing: no. they're all eye candy. They're, all the, the, the reason, no, 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 I, they, no. She's a C. She's a C Bianca plus wrestler at best. But here's the thing: that, that's not why they she's gave a, her the belt. Liv that's is not, a C they, plus. <laughs> that's not why they gave her the belt. That's not why they. Gave why her the belt. they did not give her the belt because she's a great wrestler? They gave her the belt. Because she is loved by the fans. I don't give a shit right. what any of us say about what she can do in the ring. When she, she comes has, out, she gets What are these fans watching? It doesn't well, it's matter. The same, it's the, the same reason Kofi got his like run. <laughs> it's the same reason. Well, what, like, on difference is Kofi's better, but it's exactly. Yeah, well, Kofi's a lot better. So is Daniel Bryan. But, like, the <laughs> actual scenario behind it is the same. <laughs> like, the fans. The fans just like her. It, there get, are people that stand for Liv. On wrestling because, Twitter, there are people that love Liv Morgan. That's they don't, they the same fans can her. love. That's because those are the same fans that fucking do think that they are Harley Quinn in real life. And that, and because Liv pretty much looks like Harley Quinn. Because she's quirky and she's eye candy. Like, we got, like, listen. Every women's champ, from Bianca to Mandy, to live, even the tag champions, 
are eye candy. We talk about this every week. They're eye candy. They're all beautiful women. That's what they're. That's, that's what they've gone towards. Yes, the the as far as wrestling, we all know this. The women of today are far superior wrestlers than they were than they were back twenty years ago during the original Divas era. But they're slightly going back to that Divas area as far as the looks. It's eye candy. It's not, thinking, I wouldn't say it's all that. It's at this point they're not eye it's candy. They're just attractive women that are that happen to wrestle at this point. It's still like, eye candy. Know, Liv, I don't. I think <laughs> saying it's eye candy for Liv is a bit of a stretch because I really. It's just she it's gets a reaction. Candy. She gets a reaction more than most the other. The only women that have the same reaction that she has are the four horse women, Oscar, and like Rhonda. Because she's and, she's, she's quirky. She's very, she's kind of quirky, but she's still, she's hot. She's hot. But the people that are fans of her are mostly women. They're not women, looking at her because they're hot. Young she's girls. hot. Yeah. Right. They're looking she's at her because she, she's, she has the, she has the, the goth, let's be realistic. She has that alternative look and that's big right they now. See herself, they see themselves in her. They see themselves in her. And they realize that that, and that's, and I don't have a problem with them running that. But I, at some point, she's gonna. Have, I think she that, needs to lose. Like she needs she to lose. But here's the thing: when are they gonna pull the trigger on her losing? Though, if she's such a fucking fan favorite, if she's such a fan favorite, they're gonna give her. They're gonna let her hold that belt for for a while. Might they might not? Maybe, well, but when has that stopped anything? Kyrie yeah. had the belt for a month. Like that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw it with Kofi. Like they they gave they fed him to Brock in three minutes, and then immediately shuffled him somewhere else. She might she might get her ass whooped by by Ronda. Like if we're gonna like do comparison, right. Charlotte, Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte could be another one. What's the next match? This match pissed me off now talking about it. What's the next match here? Uh, Edge and Mysterio versus the Judgment Day. Uh, Edge came out with a little mask. <laughs> uh, First of all, when Edge came out with a mask, you know what I thought, right? You know what I thought, Bongo. Mucha Lucha. You're a phony. You're a big, fat phony. Take that fucking mask off, Legaro. <laughs> You're not uh, Mexican. <laughs> I don't know if it, it might have been. It might have been Justin. Somebody shared it in the... Uh, Justin or Matt, maybe it might have. Uh, someone shared it in the pic in one of the chats of that guy from Billy Madison, the principal that had the mask on. I was like, That's good, that's good. Um, Fucking Ligero. you're a big fat phony, Edge. Nah, the, the him coming out with the mask was proof. It was a damn it's my a favorite match. part. Me and Matt gained a nephew at the end of this match. Right. <laughs> Me yeah, and Matt gained uh, it you. at the end of the match. What we've all been waiting for happened. Dom after, said, after "You ain't none of my daddy." So first off, <laughs> Judgment Day loses this match. Ridiculous. Dominic helps. Dominic helps Edge and Ray win, and just then to... he then he kicks Edge in the dick in the dinghy. He turns around and kicks him in the ding ding. And then he clotheslines Ray like Eddie did when Eddie turned on Ray. The exact, the exact With, same. Like hit it, 
did the knee drop, same exact clothesline. He also had the same haircut Eddie had. <laughs> uh, so he has now joined Judgment Day. I don't know why I mean, he wouldn't you... help during the match, but I mean, do you blame him? No, Rhea and Rhea beat him in that dungeon for about a month straight. <laughs> and Rhea's been ch- choking him with her thighs for a month. I do what she said too. He went in that dungeon to boom him out of man. All right, listen. <laughs> Rhea has turned Dominic into Latino heat. That's what she has turned Dominic into. <laughs> okay, so I don't blame that boy. I'll follow. Her. I know I ain't the only one. It's uh, but uh, so yeah, that you know, I guess we're gonna go on to Ray fighting Dom. Uh, you know, it it it, it gives Dom an edge because honestly, he he's been needing something for the past four years, and uh, maybe this helps, maybe Rhea helps, but I just can't get into to Dominic Mysterio. I just I. I still don't give a shit. Y'all, any of y'all care? Does this do anything for you? I I would like Dominic, honestly, to go down to NXT. Mm-hmm. I would like Dominic to go down to NXT and just be on his yeah. own. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how I feel. Because when he was in that NXT ring, he looked more comfortable. The crowd was loving him, and the matches, the match that he had was a lot better. I would love for Dominic to do that. Yeah, um, him starting out in the main roster and just staying there was definitely a mistake. But that was a, that was a Vince call. <clears throat> I guess that was to keep Ray happy, but I don't know if that was worth it. Um, still, really good match. Uh, I don't think there was a bad one on this show, honestly. No. Um, especially the next one. We had Seth versus Matt Riddle. <sighs> Holy shit. I don't uh, think... I don't... Hmm? It, it got to a big match. It got to a point during that match where I couldn't tell if they actually don't like each other. Cause some of the moves that they was, cause I was like, is Seth really trying to stomp Riddle's brain through this goddamn mat right now? Because they, they a couple of shots were a little stiff. But I, I think that's just how Matt likes to work. Honestly, I feel he he the the more he works with the guys that hit him, it's kind of like Lesnar. But like mm. hit me. As hard as you can, let's make this good. And that's 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 when he gets his best stuff. As we saw with Thatcher, so Champa, we see it here. Um, were you? We all shocked that Seth won. No, no, I he, think he, Seth he, needed to. Win. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, needed. That's, it. that's what I was saying. Like he was. He lost like eighty-five times to Cody. Right. Yeah, I said. I think I said this last week. He was one in five this year on pay per view, and the one win was from a DQ over Roman at the Rumble. Yeah. I personally, like, I personally (laughs) think that Seth should have won at least one of the matches that he had with Cody. I personally think, I think that should have happened. Um, I think that he, I think he should. Well, the the win against Roman being a DQ, that was the best way I think he could have won against Roman for that one. But Seth needed this. Seth needed this win as bad as as what Bray used to need wins on pay per views, and we know how bad that used to be. 
Yeah. Um, I think Seth could have lost. It wouldn't have hurt him. But also, like, he needed to win. I don't think you can really hurt Seth at this point. That man's just kind of like Teflon. But yeah, um, if we're building towards something else, yeah, this was the right call. Um, and Riddle also will be fine. Riddle losing to Seth doesn't hurt him one bit. Here's the thing. I think that if Seth would have lost, they'd have had to revert back to that other line where Steph was going crazy about him losing all the time. So the fact that he didn't lose, that he he won, it builds on the whole confidence that he's got going on, you know, coming out with the flamboyant Elton John costume and having everybody sing and stuff like that. It goes more into that. If Seth would have went back into that that storyline with the self-doubt, and I didn't, I don't want to see that again. Uh, I was going to say how, how much the crowd was cheering and chanting his song. I forgot this. When Edge came out, that crowd knew the fucking lyrics to the entire song. Yeah, they sung them to the <laughs> ring. <laughs> uh, that's going to be crazy as hell to go to UK show. That crowd did a lot of stuff. Like Bailey tried to shut down the uh, the the Bailey chance to shoot. What is it? What is it? Uh, um, I won't, babe, won't you be my girl? That's what, yeah, <laughs> she had me crying. She was trying to shut that down for like three minutes, and she just could not do it. It was just not happening. <clears throat> and then, uh, so Seth, you know, he got the whole crowd, the entire arena was singing his song to the ring. Um, yeah, another good one, another great, another great match. Which, um, let me just say, because of that, like as great as that crowd is, that's why you reward them with something. Yeah, right. Like, that's right, why, right. Like, that crowd was high. All they're doing all that for you. Without getting rewarded, imagine if you'd have given them either Sheamus or Drew. Hey, well, we didn't right. get like, to Drew yet. Hold on, we didn't get to Drew yet. Well, well, this news, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it, I, it's it's that that does kind of suck that because and they they built it up as like oh the first uh, something pay per view there and and it, was it yeah like the last time they had a pay per view there was. Last time I had pay per view, it was Davy Boy Smith beating yeah. Bret Hart. Well, di didn't they do insurrection over there? Like they kept saying thirty years, but I felt like we had UK pay per views. They've had UK. They've always been those ones where you usually just saw them on tape, or when okay. they they this was the first time where it was something where we were actually all watching it at the same time. All right. Um, so you think that all right, one of the heroes they these guys are going to stick with, they're going to win, and they. <laughs> Let's get to it. Uh, Roman versus Drew. Horse uh, fight. Usos and Sammy didn't. Usos and Sammy didn't show up. I don't know why they weren't there. I guess they just wanted to have a reason to bring Solo up. <coughs> okay, stadium pay per view. All right, thank you, Reggie. Well, didn't um, he? Didn't Drew like dispose of them on Friday night? What? Not that's Drew. Right. Here's the right. thing. Drew, Solo, yeah. Drew beat them down Solo. on Friday. No, but hold on. Drew beat them down Friday, but also. The win that Drew had, Drew also won a match where they were banned from ringside. So there was no, he was going to have to go to this match alone without, without the bloodline. Solo's technically, mm -hmm, yep. Solo's technically not part of the bloodline on the main roster. Like he's part of the bloodline in real life, but on the main roster, he wasn't part of the bloodline. So Solo coming in and helping was absolutely per. It's about, that was that moment right there was the biggest thing 
to me that I saw in the change between Vince and Trips. Vince would have brought Solo up not even acknowledging the fact that he was an Uso. He would have brought him up on his own doing something completely different even though people be screaming people have been screaming oos at the top of their goddamn lung when he became walking down the aisle Vince would have pretty much done something to the point where they they would have think about it it was only literally about two weeks before Solo came up they even acknowledged what his bloodline was they'd have turned him into the Funkasaurus 2.0 <laughs> just to try to get away from from him being a that don't, Vince would absolutely do something like that. I'm he just come. imagining Solo Zakoa, like we're seeing all these fucking vignettes of like he's he's the straight champion, he's a badass, and he has that fucking hat we want. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. just starts dancing to the ring. Like, <laughs> dude, it wouldn't surprise me. Fucking. Like, so with trips and trips in charge it showed continuation it showed that one show is actually it showed that the shows are watching each other and continuing stories and actually intertwining with each other which is which is awesome because it it's making for more interesting television you just added a brand new member to this bloodline and mongo that fucking shit you sent me from twitter when he Uso dragging Sammy out the fucking Roman, I was crying. My first Medea movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mongo, you got a request. You got a request, Mongo. You got to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I do want to talk about what happened after the Drew match. All right. But before, so let's, let's real quick. Um, this match was 30 minutes. It was worth it. Well worth the 30 minutes. Could they have shredded this down at all, or do you think 30 was fine? No. 30 was fine. Is it 30 with the entrances, or is it 30 just with wrestling? 30 from bell to bell. Okay. So even it was worth the time that it was with the entrances and everything because it literally told a story. I mean, they told a story throughout the whole show. They it, told it, it, Drew's old music back during the yeah, end. like they told right. us Roman is going into this alone. There is no Usos. They can't come over because Maddie Us likes to get Liddy and get in trouble. So mm-hmm. no going overseas for him. Um, um Paul Heyman said nope. <laughs> I was wondering if any of it was like uh uh certain other reasons because every now and then they'll get over. This happened last week. I forgot who it was. Yeah, they could <laughs> like, Somebody's Canada. not there. No, not not this. Some, somebody else on the roster. They're like they, well, they're not here because of um, medical reasons. Mm-hmm. Oh it yeah, because they because didn't get the, the vaccine. And I think like, it was. They, oh yep, yep, yep. It was that's exactly who it was. They told was a great that, story throughout the, that whole match. You saw Roman was out there alone. Who was sitting in the audience? Carrying cross because he's really interested in whoever wins. And whoever wins, we're sitting up there. We're seeing this hoss fight. We hear Austin Theory's music. Oh shit! Here come Austin Theory. And if people didn't think 
Austin Fury was hated. Well, you know he's hated because you heard that whole damn crowd boo the fuck out of him. And then, boo wasn't and then, the word. And then Tyson Fury decided to put Austin Fury's jaw on the other side of his goddamn face. Right. And that, was right. A great, <laughs> and that was a great way for them to get rid of, to, to, to keep the money in the bank, just to tease us with it. But... It it made it it made sense. He got knocked out. <laughs> That's I, why he couldn't cash in. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> I mean, he's just like a fucking brick. Oh gosh, like, it's a straight right. Yo, Austin, I don't know, Austin <laughs> Tyson Tyson don't know you're supposed to pull that punch, I think. I don't think he know that you know they don't really connect fully on that shit. Because I'm pretty sure Austin was asleep for about a good 10 seconds after that fucking hit. Because his whole, his whole then, face shook. Like, And then even through that, it's like, okay, Drew has to be winning. Drew has to be winning. Didn't think about Solo possibly showing up overseas. But it was a great way for them to introduce him into the bloodline. Because, I mean, even though Vince had him in NXT 2.0, the original plan was for him to go to the bloodline just right off right off the bat with us not even knowing who the hell he was. Until you know he, what? that crowd didn't know who the fuck he was. <laughs> it didn't. Um, until he until he took off the know what it is? They didn't know who the fuck he was, and then he took off the goddamn hoodie and they yeah. was like they was like, I thought the Usos couldn't make it. <laughs> they was fucking confused. They was like, Is that they Jay? Yeah. They like, is that Jay? Is that Jimmy? <laughs> like Mother, I thought his hair curls now. I thought his hair was I thought his hair was red. How's it blonde? I need, I, uh, I need theory to cash in, like at some point, like actually cash in and like slip on a banana pill and lose or something. Like something ridiculous as to how he doesn't actually win on cashing in. It's one of these silly things in. actually turns out to to be like <laughs> he accidentally cashes in. Like, you don't mean to cash in and gets knocked out. I think at this point, and, and Kenny brought it up to me, at this point, I think it's pretty clear him and Johnny Gargano are going to fuse through that thing. And mm-hmm. either we're going to – Johnny Gargano is going to get that briefcase. Some type of foolishness, fuckery, yeah. is about to happen with with that. They if know that – Johnny Gargano – Wins I'm that calling it now. Becomes a world champion. Vince is gonna have a heart attack. Like they know I'm, I'm that calling. Austin Theory is so hated, and they're like, <laughs> he's so hated. He, we don't really need him. That we, he doesn't really need this briefcase at this point. Can I, can I, people, can I, bro? I'm gonna make a prediction here. What's gonna happen is Johnny Gargano is going to take the case from Austin Theory, and Johnny Gargano is going to cash in on Kerry and Cross. And beat Karrion Cross. That's what's going to happen. Because let's be realistic. Karrion Cross is more believable of Gargano beating than Gargano beating Roman. All right. Because Karrion Cross. Because we know how Gargano can get down from being in NXT. He's a person that you got to pretty much beat to a damn bloody pulp. Right. 
You know what I mean? That's not the type of style of match that Roman would be down with doing, but it's definitely the type of style of match that Cross would be down with doing. And I can see Cross going for his move and just a minor slip up and Johnny getting him in the Gargano stretch. And that's how we get Johnny as champ. That's 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 my prediction on what what would happen. I don't know if we, I don't, I don't know if we get Johnny as champ. Honestly, um, I think what would be different. I don't think they'll do it, but it'd be kind of cool to see Johnny get the case, and he he and uh, Champa end up talking, and they cash in for the tag titles with a DIY reunion. Because we, I mean, it just says you get a title shot, right? Like it doesn't. I feel like he could probably work the that right because Otis was going it, to cash it, in for the tag belt. Right. right. It it used to be for a shot at, at a world title, but over the past few years they've made it a shot at the at a championship or at the championship. Then or does he go down to NXT and take the title from Braun? I don't know if he needs to do that. I don't. I, no. 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 I would hope. I, that I, I like Chomp idea though. I do like that. Yeah, I, I, I think it'd be fun. So anyway, uh, Solo interferes, costs Drew. Uh, Roman walks away again and it pissed off the crowd because, like Justin said, <laughs> they got nothing. But what they did get, which I want to talk about, is fucking Tyson Fury and Drew McIntyre singing at oh, the fuck fucking that. end. Fuck so, that. Mongo, you brought it up. You brought it up, Mongo, in the chat about how people were pissed about how. Kofi lost and was just like, eh, it's whatever. This was, like you said, this is no fucking different. Drew, oh, I tried my best, and I didn't win, but I'll be back. And then you get him in fucking Fury singing. Sweet Caroline. First of all, that was like, that was like four accents at once. I don't know how he did that, but also, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I, I guess I should have known this. We... Anybody here that's a boxing fan probably should have noticed. Apparently, Tyson did it because that's what he did at fights. But yeah, I know. It, I was like, what the fuck is he doing this? Why? Wh- who is this for? And the crowd didn't fucking care. And Not one bit. Drew, Drew, and he sang, I mean, he sang for about a minute and 30 seconds. He didn't the full song, but he did like a song, a chorus, a chorus again. You're like. And the, the crowd was just like, there? what the fuck? Drew says, I don't even know if we're on air anymore. Uh, can you do Sweet Caroline? And then he did uh, some Oasis song, I think. Um, <laughs> I got up because I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm just going to get up and go to the bathroom. I was like, is something going to happen? Is he going to punch Fury? Is Fury gonna <laughs> right, because, no. from, because I remember that there was a whole <laughs> little story about how um, they wanted to start a... Um, a feud, right. or a little storyline with Drew and Fury, with them two fighting, eventually. So I thought, oh, okay, this is where we're going to get the beginning of it, right here. He, all right, he's singing, and then he's just going to snuff him out of nowhere. Nope. N- no, they're they singing and they singing and they singing, and there was his credit. They're they're still <laughs> singing over there. They're, they 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 left that ring yet? They're just singing and singing. It was ridiculous. Yeah. One hundred percent. He should have came yeah. down and choked out both of them. <laughs> Something just like Anything. fucking. 
What I was it? more so, mad about, for Cross because they really made that man get on a plane, come all the way over there just to stand there and look menacing. And and, and to throw a water bottle. A water bottle. He threw a water bottle. Honestly. But and see, you hold up. You know what? Hold on. You know what? That was interesting too. Cross didn't really fuck with Roman. He only fucked with Drew. Well, that means him and Drew are probably going to be fighting. <laughs> yeah, extreme rules. Right. Roman ain't like, up to a Survivor Series, probably. Unless you're going to Saudi. Right. Yeah, Roman. baby. Right. We're going to hold on to that in the, in the, in the cut. <laughs> we'll hold on to that in the cut real quick. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. But um, so boys, a great show. I, real quick, I'm gonna bow out. I, this I've still got <laughs> COVID is kicking. Still, I just got real tired. So, I enjoyed talking uh, Clash at the Castle with you guys. I'll be back soon. Uh, talk with you guys very very soon. Y'all take care. Peace, Feel brother. Better. Feel better. <laughs> um, a great show. Uh, marred by one. I'm not even going to say Seamus and Gunther's ending was bad because it, it's just, if you just have Drew win, then it's fine. Um, a great show, Mar, about one big, big, big error at the very end. Like, if Drew wins, I think you say this is the best, one of the top three pay-per-views from WWE this year. Without it, uh, with how it ended, it's going to be remembered for Sheamus and Gunther, and that's kind of about it. I mean, yeah, because you had no title changes at all. Um, yeah, it's that's it. I mean, they have finally did what we had planned months ago with Solo. They finally got him on the main roster where they finally got him involved with the bloodline. So now they can just add another piece at some point. Eventually, at some point, he's going to win gold also. And you just further that story. You just further give gold to the bloodline. You just make them richer. Listen, if they're smart, what they're gonna do, what they're gonna do is they're gonna give Solo a mid card championship and they're gonna have every member of that bloodline with a fucking piece of gold. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's gonna win either the IC belt or the he's gonna win the US belt. Because if you notice, Usos have been on Raw a lot more lately. Although they alternate, but they've been on Raw a lot more lately. Solo can definitely and, win that US title, especially from Lashley. Mm-hmm. He can beat so Lashley. You'd, you'd rather have Solo be US champion than IC champion. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think Solo is just gonna be the. They're basically. <laughs> he, he's just gonna be the understudy. He's not gonna be wrestling for no titles. He's gonna be the new whipping boy. If you think about it, every USO, basically out of the USOs, every USO has become has gotten in line by becoming the whipping boy. It started with Jay, then Jimmy came back, or Jimmy came back, and Jay came back. Whichever one, but Uso I don't know. Saved Uso. I don't know. I don't know because this Uso 
came in already falling in line. So he's gonna he's still gonna take his licks. Think about see. it. Now well, Sammy is there. Sammy is taking Sammy. those licks. Roman Sammy and Roman is, likes Sammy. Yeah. As far as we've seen, Roman like actually likes Sammy. So so as far as we know, he might not, but he they're making it like Roman is a fan of Sammy. Mm-hmm. So if Solo comes in and tries to, you know, push Sammy out, what does that do for Roman? I mean, because maybe maybe Solo play. lines up with Jay and it has Jimmy against Jay. We have more of an implosion again, and we have to kind of like fix stuff. I don't think so. so. I don't. If anything, what I see happening is what we said in the beginning when we first saw Solo, and what we said. We said Solo was going to come up and he's going to be such the great soldier. You're going to see the implosion because of jealousy on how because of how fast Solo moves up the ranks. Like I said, he came in as a soldier on a mission already. Ready to do whatever the general said to do. Solo is the hitman. Right. Solo is the hitman. That, that's basically what he's there for. He, he's the All right, y'all. Let, we got we got to skim through because we already an hour in and we still got two more pay per views to go through. Let's go through Worlds Collab right. Let's go through the Worlds Collab then. Uh, best match of the night was obviously Melo and Ricochet. Right. Um, close second was that fucking tag match. <laughs> that that, that tag match to me, that tag match to me. All right, yeah, one A, one B, Ricochet and Melo in the tag match. One A, one A, one B. Like that's, I do think though that championships not changing hands as far as from the NXT stars was the wrong call. Yeah, one of them needed to, one of the UK people need to win. I mean, I guess, do you count? Pretty deadly as UK, and you still kind of was in no, no, as as this you pretty deadly, I think was the only right call of the night as far as the championships. I would have gone Gallus, but yeah, that's, that's a good second choice out of the team. I, I honestly, I honestly like pretty deadly Gallus <laughs> because no one, absolutely no one, likes pretty deadly. Right. Okay. So they're going to have challenges from all angles. The bad guys are going to think they're fucking pussies because they're pretty boys. The good guys are just going to want to beat them up because they're, they're, they're bad guys. I think Pretty Deadly was the good choice for them. I do think Melo and Braun should have lost. You think Melo should have lost Ricochet? Yes. Monday Night Melo. I need it. I do think both of those gentlemen are ready to be on my TV screen either on Mondays or Fridays. Okay. Both of them. Um, I didn't. The only I, title change I thought that could possibly happen was Tyler Bate because I didn't think they would have Ricochet pulling the Dolph and doing double, working doubles. Um, yeah, I've been looking how the base clothes why that man ain't changed his clothes in like two three weeks right he his best friend mm-hmm. punched him in the face and left and you know mm-hmm. he's having a rough time with it man 
the one one that I really I I picked the wrong person. I knew it, I knew it was a long shot. Um, was I went Mako on the women's match. I did not think Mandy was going to win that. I thought they were going to put it on Blair. I told you. Um, I did. Like I didn't think Mandy. Was, I thought like I Mandy, thought it was going to go on Davenport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought Blair was going to win because Mandy. I am just shocked at how long her title reign is going. I yeah. It it it's. But it's, you know what though? But let's think about it. I I can't, I can't even say that because I was going to say is do we think Mandy's at the caliber of what we see is on the main roster right now, and I can't even bring that up when we got Liv as fucking champ. So never mind. There goes that fucking Mandy, shit. Mandy is now the third longest reigning champ. I will. I will Shana say this. Oscar. I will say this on Mandy's behalf. <laughs> she. As much as just like Kenny said, well, we got someone like Liv as champ. Mandy went out there in that match with two people that we clearly know are better than her, and she held her. And she put on a show. She damn sure did. She damn sure did. She damn sure did. And like when she won that match, she she basically a lot of her matches I've noticed every time she wins, it started out like yeah, y'all think I'm like y'all think I can't wrestle. Now she's like top that. She's really talking her shit now. And I ain't going to lie. Mandy has a pretty damn good knee. She has a pretty damn good knee. That that That's definitely a, a great fucking finisher for her. So, like, she she's really kind of backing herself up. Like, I'm not just here for looks anymore. I'm learning how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, and... and you know what? Like I said, I do think Braun and Mello were the wrong call. Braun and Mello were the wrong call. Braun is ready to be on Friday one day going after a mid-card. Okay? And <clears throat> right now with Mr. Strowman back, I wouldn't mind seeing him on Monday Night Raw fighting, fighting the other Braun. Braun versus Braun. Let's see who gets That's, to keep so, the so fucking name. If we, if we have two mm-hmm. Brawns, do they just make Braun Rex Steiner, or do they have them both be Braun? I think they'll have them both be Braun. Okay. <laughs> I All think right, I so, think they might I think they might put Steiner on the last name. Braun Steiner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will um, say uh, the double back to Mandy real quick about mm-hmm. her title reign. Her and Mel, honestly, we have the one year anniversary coming up. They're letting Mandy showing up. We don't know what could happen. She could get challenged by somebody. Mello, we know Mello has a match. They're letting the NXT, they're letting us decide on who he's fighting. I don't I haven't seen any options yet. Right. That could be the moment where Mello is finally graduating. <laughs> so then who takes the belt off him? Do you you give Tyler the bait needs? The regular NXT. Let's not let's not be let's not make that any kind of like difference. People need to real Tyler Bate needs a belt in this regular NXT. That he needs a belt. And he needs more American eyes on him. Who did exactly? 
who did uh, uh, Trick lose to on Tuesday? Uh, Ricochet. He lost to Ricochet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was wasn't Trick feuding with uh, Wesley recently? Mm-hmm. And then Wesley got murdered by JD. Right. My dud. Is that JD's gonna get back from that belt? So yeah, maybe, maybe Tyler. I don't know. I don't really know. Maybe Tyler set up. Maybe Apollo with his messed up eye. Maybe it's somebody you just don't know. With Tyler gets the North. Tyler gets the North American title. Maybe. Maybe. What about about Grayson Waller? Yeah. Uh, Waller. Here's the thing, Waller. I think Waller. Tony D needs to be the um, NXT champ. No, he doesn't. He needs to be. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. It's either going to be for NXT champ. It's either going to be Gacy or it's going to be Tony D'Angelo, aka Spaghetti Man. Right. Those are those are your those are your obvious two choices of who should be NXT champ right now. They're, they have the two gimmicks that show you who is the dominant force. Mm-hmm. NXT. One person is saying they are the Don of NXT, and then one guy has literally made it his mission to change NXT. Mm-hmm. One guy, both of them have gained backup. One of them has a little bit more backup, and they're called the Dyad. Mm-hmm. If he wants to assert his dominance, this is the storyline I keep saying is going to happen. And when it happens, I'm just going to be like, I told y'all. He keeps trying to convert Grimes. He keeps trying to do that. Either so, if his way is if he's changing NXT, he's going to change NXT by getting rid of Grimes. That's how Grimes gets sent to the main roster. Either that, or Grimes stays down and he shaves his ass bald from head to fucking toe like a mole rat. And he pulls pulls a DB on us. That was a great moment. But one of those, one of those is gonna happen. Mongo's, Mongo will probably go for Gacy as NXT champ for. Yeah, but Tony D or Gacy are are your two obvious choices of who should be next in line to be champions. At one point, we we could have thought Escobar. <laughs> At one point, we could have thought Escobar, but then. <laughs> Greg is just like. <laughs> he's listening. He's just like, yeah, I hate him. I hate him a lot. I hate him so much. It is what it is, Mongo. It is. It is Mojo level hate. <laughs> oh God! Wow! I didn't know you like it like that. Damn. Right? I didn't know that. That's Damn. That's how we know he don't like him. Damn. <laughs> I I could have I could have maybe turned around and like, uh, he's not terrible, but him beating Chapa and sending him off. Piss me off! <laughs> like, why him of all the people? You just have Braun beat Chompa. Let, let that be it. Nope, we're gonna give it to Tony D. <laughs> whatever. And then he gets rid of Santos. God, whatever. Well, let's go to the next show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, so all out. Oh, all out. All <laughs> ass. Uh, 48 hour extravaganza 15 matches 15 matches 78 hours and one one 
One, one, one man with some tea spilt at the media scrum. Um, with a piece of cake in his hand. So, real quick, we all had half of this show predicted correctly. <laughs> and then I fell off the rails. And the rest of the kept going. Um, I guess I was just hoping for, like, good shit to happen. But I was wrong. <laughs> I, I knew. This I motherfucker knew. said I fell off the, I fell off the wagon. Like he was. was <laughs> I literally went into that into that Sunday and was like, I need to change it to the elite. Change it to the elite, Matt. Change it to the elite. And something in my head was like, Nah. As soon as you change it, watch the motherfuckers. The Dark Order win. You gonna be mad as a motherfucker. I was the only motherfucker See, with elite. And I thought, and I thought the opposite. I'm like. Them motherfuckers ain't gonna win. <laughs> I was the only motherfucker who thought the elite because I said that Hangman was gonna be the reason to help them, which he technically was. Yeah, he was. I told y'all he was gonna be the cause of the elite winning. I thought he might. I thought he was gonna turn, but he still was the cause of the elite winning. Mm-hmm. So, Mongo, let's run through this eighty-nine. Um. Match card real quick, Mongo. All right, so uh, Chris Johavin, nothing really important mattered there. Um, uh, Kip Sabian showed up again, and he's terrible. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Kingston beat Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii. So we have one more of those. We need a rubber match. All right. Uh, um, Parker. And uh, gave us a great entrance. Sammy and Terry. And gave us my man. Hold on, my man Action Bronson got involved. Let's yeah. not forget that. Uh, and Sammy and Tay injured the Ruby Soho. So, yeah, you know, it broke our neck just about. Just if you didn't see it, if you didn't watch pre show, um, Sammy had Ruby in like a, a reverse Alabama slam position. And Tay hit her. her in the face. And instead and of Sammy, Sammy drops like, placing her down or like doing something else she can let you brace yourself she the second that boot hits Sammy's goes and she lands on her neck and she rolls over and you see her nose is like it is horrible Jesus Christ <laughs> Jesus anyway horrible strike one for AEW <laughs> we get the casino ladder we get to the casino ladder match and I said I was talking I said something and somebody said, "What happens if someone like pulls down that thing before the Joker even comes out?" Well, <laughs> we found the fuck out. We found out uh, that person can do that and then give it to the fucking Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> during the, it was Claudio Wheeler, Penta, Ray, oh. Phoenix, Roosh, Andrade, and Dante. You the Joker. Don't, let's let's not. You have died. Yeah. He died. Yeah, Yuta was that fucking power bomb he took on the goddamn um oh oh oh. There's a point where uh, Cesaro almost killed Andrade. Yeah, Uh, he was trying to put the ladder, but the other side of the ladder had a another ladder in it, so he couldn't like Mm -hmm. move over. Mm -hmm. So he flips it sideways, and Andrade almost misses the ropes. And you just hear him hit the floor. You're like, fuck. Okay. All right. Then yeah. That was a hate crime. That was straight um, two and three. 
<laughs> I was two and three. That's right. <laughs> Definitely a hate crime. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they all end up getting attacked <laughs> by people in masks, and you're like, what the fuck is this? And then one of the guys in the mask is like nine feet tall. And you're like, oh, that's Morrison. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guess you know where this is going to. Uh, they take and then you see, and did you see the, and then you see the shortest person with the mask climb up, climb up the, fo- the fucking that's, ladder. That's Bivens. Okay, that's Bivens. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was Bivens. Bivens takes his mask off. He's like, ah. And then we hear "Sympathy for the Devil" by the Rolling Stones. Um, and uh, someone in a devil mask comes out, and everyone and their mother knows who this is, but we're not going to say it. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to say it yet. Everyone and their mother knows who this is. So they come down, take the take the casino chip, and Justin Roberts goes, the winner is the... Joker? 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 <laughs> he goes to pull the mask up, and he just goes and walks. And, this, and you're like, all right, okay. I mean, sure, yeah. Who could it be? We know who <laughs> you are. I will say one thing. Uh, you sneaky devil. I think MJF put in some work in the gym during this little bit of time he ain't been on television because he did change his body structure a little bit. It had me second guessing a little bit. I'm like, is that 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 don't look like how MJF that motherfucker look a little bit more muscular? I don't, I don't, I don't know why you're saying MJ. I didn't say who it was when I, I you know we don't know who it is. <laughs> we have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Mac- um, to Maxwell. Next up, we have uh, the Elite and uh, Dark Order, which was pretty damn good. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty um, damn good. Uh, yeah, I think this is one of those things where, like, I kind of expected it to go one way or the other. Good, a- good ass match for me to get wrong. Yeah, uh, this is another my, show where, like, my boy Johnny Hungy. This is another show where, like, <laughs> nobody you didn't really get a feel good moment, no, ever, no, in this show, except no. once. And then that, I wonder that why. <laughs> so, that, that was the thing was like, this show had a lot of good matches, but like, the crowd kept getting deflated because mm-hmm. they wanted to win, didn't win. And it, it was and it it was like Clash, but at Clash it was just two matches. And it well, this is fifteen fucking matches. Dude, um, the elite the elite win is a great match, like y'all said. But uh, I think the crowd were wanting Dark Order and Hangman. Um, then we got Jade and Athena, and y'all said that Athena hurt Jade, and I I went back and watched it, and I. I I don't see where that happened. Where, what, what were y'all talking about? Um, it was like right in the beginning. She like, <coughs> I forgot what she did, but she wound up hurting Jade's shoulder because she couldn't like for like the first like two minutes of the match. If you notice, she kept trying to shake like feeling back into her shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's all. So I, it was I like I said. I think she had her funny bone or something while they were supposed to be like scrapping. I think she. She hit her funny right. bone. She like the reason the reason I say it is because like clearly we she you know we know now that there's no serious injury, but she that might have happened. Y'all might be right where something like that happened. Um, but it was a four minute match. It was a nothing match. Uh, Jade just kind of beat the shit out of Athena. Right. 
Like, all right, cool. That was an, uh, a waste of a build. A wasted. That was a waste of time. Cool. Listen, uh, I, I, I'm fine I'm, with Jay wins there, but I really need, and I'm, I'm going to get shit for this. I know it. I, Jade's great. I, I think she looks fantastic. She's got charisma. Such uh, horror movies was cool for me. I feel like she's stalled out the past year, and I and I really need. I said something during that match. I said, "It's another match where she's like having to get a lot of help," and I don't know what's happening. And y'all said it might have been um, an audible because she got hurt. If that's the case, okay. Because but right it's- now, for right now, it just looks like that's just the matches that we get. Because you guys look, the point where me and Matt talking about where we saw it, we where we felt we saw Jade get hurt. Athena didn't even slow down. Like that if was you the see, only thing that that irritated irritated me in that match, it just had a frantic pace. Yeah, I'm and I'm wondering if it maybe they got cut for time or something. No, um, I don't think so. I just. Like a, it's four minutes, and I don't know. They they make J- Jade is supposed to be a bigger deal to where. Listen, why Listen is this four minutes still. I know. I know she's only had like thirty eight matches or whatever. Because, um, because Swole, not- you know why the match was four minutes. Tell <laughs> us why the match was four minutes. <laughs> All right. I guess because Swole said because Swole explained it. Earlier this year, yeah, a, was that this year? It's been a long ass year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, it's been a long. Yeah, uh, swole, swole, yeah, pretty much told us why that match was four minutes. Think about it. <laughs> every week, uh, swole is proven right. Every single week. And so next up, <laughs> and Cody. Um, we have Warlow and FTR against the Motor Machine Guns and Jay Lethal. And man, I just wish. Wardlow and Jay Lethal were not in this match. All right. God, I would. And it's nothing against either one of them. I'll yeah. Both of them. Fuck. Just give me that tag match that I, we all FD, want. Yeah. Just I hate the when they, they give these just just to get people on the card matches. Yeah. I hate this, these this, matches. This could have been Dynamite Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been Dynamite Rampage. And I hate it for the machine guns because, man, they just. Uh, it sucks. It was a good match, but like, fuck, man, just give us the thing we want without having to add all this extra shit to it. Right. Just I like the um, I like the fact that what you call it at the end we got Dax's daughter to come out. Yeah, she and, got uh, her little moment. <laughs> punched uh, Sanjay. Yeah, punched, she got her moment. Sanjay, and then she got a pin. Right. That was cool. That was cool. And again, again, like it was a good match. It's just, I it could have been better if it was just the tag team. Wait a minute, there's a new quantum leap coming out. Yeah. Hot damn. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're listening to this, sorry for my coughing. I'm just I'm I, I should be muting my mic, but that's uh Mongo, you don't have to apologize, Mongo. You were asleep for six years. That's true. <laughs> uh, next up uh, was Powerhouse House with Ricky Starks, and I really thought that match was gonna look go longer than five minutes. That match fucked me over because I just knew Ricky Starks was gonna win. Like, good God, Rick, even Ricky, like, I guess, I guess the one, 
I guess we got two matches that were like feel good. One was Wardlow and FTR because of that moment with uh, Dax's daughter, and then another one we're getting at, we're getting too soon. But we really thought I think I thought at least Ricky was going to get a big moment here. Yeah, and he just didn't. And I mean, it, it was <laughs> he got like fucking a dog. Dump. He got thumped, nigga. He got thumped. <laughs> I wonder why. I mean, it makes sense considering the fact that Powerhouse Hob is a goddamn monster. But, like, shit, you're gonna have you're gonna wind up having them fight again. That's what's gonna wind up happening. You're gonna wind up having them fight again. What you're gonna get Ricky his win on a fuck? Hmm. Um, what you gonna you gonna get Ricky his win on a goddamn um dynamite? It's not gonna have the same effect. It's I, really not. It's gonna be whack. <laughs> Like man, I just if you if you wanted to like give powerhouse wins, delay it. Ricky has to be out for another few months because of his neck. Like do something, but all right, he just flattens him and we move on. I guess. No, he killed that boy. Yeah, yeah he, the next match. That was murder. He got right. Screwed. The next match is my favorite match of this card. <laughs> uh, it is Swerve our glory against the acclaim. Yeah, sit on me, daddy. The match that the match that got me the title secure. That was one of my favorite tag matches this year. Definitely, (laughs) swerving our glory, man. They just—it's all right because we gonna get our moment at Grand Slam. Be sure enough is. And I'm going to be in the building to see that. Uh, but once again, but once this, again, this look at that. We, we, we get it. But but you got to look at this though. Like, see, like Ricky Stark is going to get his revenge on a the dynamite. They're claiming they're going to get their revenge on a dynamite. Like, these are your pay per views for a fucking reason. There was. <laughs> um, I think it was Brian Alvarez a long time ago. He was reviewing TNA back when TNA was in the mud, basically. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he was saying it's weird because, like, WWE builds their stuff towards the pay-per-view and TNA will build their stuff towards TV. So, like, old TNA pay-per-views didn't have finishes that you wanted. They had moments where you're like, I, want, I need to see what happens on TV instead. And it's kind of like with Dynamite. Or AW is kind of like right now, where we didn't get what we wanted on pay per view, but we'll get the rematch later, and then that'll swap. That and a- And depending upon and depending upon the location of the dynamite, they'll promote that dynamite like a pay per view. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because this dynamite is in New York City at a pretty big arena. It's not a it's not a huge, huge arena, but it's a tennis arena, and they're holding a wrestling match in a tennis arena. So what, it, it what can they, hold. What do they call? What's the? It's the Arthur name? Ashe. It's the It's Grand Slam. Grand Slam because it's at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's at the Arthur. It's at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Popular stadiums in the country, that's for sure. You know what I mean? It's 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 a it's a nice complex with a bunch of different buildings, and that particular building is the biggest one out that complex. Okay. And they're treating this dynamite like a pay-per-view. 
And depending upon, like I said, what location, because they're at this one, if they go to Chicago, all Chicago dynamites are treated like pay-per-views. Think about it. Like major, major cities. cities. Yeah, like you were saying, major cities, they're going to treat those major cities like pay-per-views. So Chicago, New York, when they go down to, when they go down to um, Florida and they go to um, the spot they were at during um, COVID, they treat that now like a pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, that uh, place down in Jacksonville. Down right. Dailies, whatever. Dailies, yeah. Dailies, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They you treat know, this, this match. Did you, I mean, did y'all enjoy the match? Did, does the ending of this match ruin it for you? No. Nah. Nah. I, I was fine either way, but I saw a lot of discourse online. The crowd definitely was behind the acclaim, but for the three of you, it didn't bother you. To see swerving in your glory, swerving our glory win. No, nah, it didn't bother me to see them win. I mean, it. I don't think is, we're talking expected. about we're talking about Keith Lee. We're talking about Keith Lee and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're talking You're about. Right. <laughs> it's. I don't think they knew how much that crowd was about to go for the acclaim. Yeah, that's that's um, all it was. Right. They they didn't, ask, we'll, we'll talk about it when we talk about the media scrum. Swerving our glory gets asked a question about that, and they get pissed about it. But this is my second match of the of the weekend. I can understand why. I can understand why. You got three hundred eighty nine thousand pound Keith Lee still moving around like a goddamn bobcat. You know, you got Swerve being Swerve, and yo, Max Caster, he's strong. As a fucking bull. Did you see Cena uh, put that picture of him doing the FU on Instagram? Mm-hmm. So, so even Cena's Yo, like, listen. Well, he look kind of look like nah. Matt Cass- that's what happens if John Cena and Russell Wilson had a baby. <laughs> he does look like Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Bowens, I like the fact that they kept bringing up him having injuries, and I like the fact that they were like, Bowens might be the weak link of the group because he keeps failing his partner by having Mm -hmm. these injuries. That's a great, great comment. Yeah, it's a great line. I was, I was like, okay, okay, W. Let me find out y'all are trying to. Start a storyline and build a story here. Look at you, not bad. But maybe they did know the reaction they're going to get because Swerve and Keith work like heels. That night. the the story that they've told that they they've been telling with Swerve and uh, Keith Lee has been great. It's just basically Shaq and Kobe. It's, Kobe yeah. and Shaq feud, Essentially. just being yeah. reto- being retold. Eventually, they'll break down. We'll get to that. Right, that that should have been that should have been their 2004 finals, right there. Fuck going to Grand Slam, right there at All Out should have been that moment, and that's on TK mm-hmm. for not calling an audible 
Because if you could, if he's the booker, and if you're able, if you're keeping the polls, because we all, we all knew it. Everybody on 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 Twitter, everybody on social media, we all felt that pulse. We all said mm-hmm. this is the right moment to do a title change. Let them get, let them do it. Do the title <laughs> change. <laughs> no, no, you didn't give it to them. Now they're like, well, we're gonna. No, you're only doing it now. Because of what happened later that night, and because of you've seen that we've you've seen everything that we said after the fact. Now you're saying, "Well, I could do it now." Well, it's not going to be as special. It's not. It's we're just going to be like, "Well, you're doing it because we asked you." Now it's going. I'm gonna be honest. It's going to pop. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to hit, but it's not going to hit the same. I, nah, it's going. It's going. It's not going to hit the same for anyone outside that arena. New York is different. We, we we really are different, yo. We first off, once these dudes say "Scissor me, daddy," guarantee you you get a yo chant right after that. <laughs> right, New York is different. You're gonna get an a yo chant right after that, and they're gonna. New York is gonna pop hard. New York is gonna pop hard. I'm telling you. But for everyone else that's not there in that arena, I understand exactly what you mean, though. It doesn't have that same mm, because, like, it should have had that all out. But in that particular arena, because of where they're gonna be at, I guess maybe that's why they feel it's okay. Like I said, certain arenas get get pay per view feels. Look, that same. No, I, I can't talk about it yet because we didn't get to it yet. Go ahead, Marco. All right. Uh, again, fantastic match. Uh, definitely uh, match of the night for me. <laughs> um, next up, we have Tony Storm versus Britt versus Jamie Hayter versus Karushita. Bathroom break. Interim, yeah. interim championship. Yeah. Bathroom break. I, I thought this was good. good. I thought, oh, really? Not, I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty no, good. Bathroom break. I think that I'm, I'm only saying that because that probably I probably hit that point where I'm like I need a break. Yeah, uh, I mean at this point we've gone through seven days, three, ma- three matches that were twenty minutes. Yeah, too damn long. Uh, this is the eleventh match of the night. Yeah, so that would have been <laughs> me getting. Yeah, I would have definitely been getting up to go to the bathroom or something. But I I thought um, I thought for what it was I thought yes because we, we got we got yes. some story yes out. Reggie. Yeah. Rest, Reggie. Five hundred percent. Yes, probably. Yes, that's that, that's not bad. Um, they talk about it. I guess we'll talk about it right now. Uh, during the scrum, uh, Swerve and Lee are asked while they're with Tony Khan at the table by someone from media, should they have called an audible on the tag match tonight? Hmm. And Swerve went off. That's been that's um, been this. Yeah. That's been their case in their story. Like you said that you you said Mongo they were working heel this tag match. Swerve is working heel. Yeah. Keith is just being Keith. Yeah. Swerve is Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> Swerve, uh, Keith said something that like he didn't. Uh, that's a good point because uh, they said well you know social media did and Keith says social media is beneath me. <laughs> All right, that's you know what, fair point. It's a good point. Uh, but maybe okay, you know what, y'all might be right. That's uh, 
Um, but he did go off on that point. Um, the, I can't remember much of it because, honestly, the thing that happened before that just kind of took up most of my brain space. Right. Yeah. Uh, but if you guys get a chance to go back and read it, or not read it, to go see it, you might listen to us. Uh, Swerve and Lee both have some pretty interesting comments. Anyway, the, Tony Storm wins the interim championship. Uh, I'll go ahead and say this. At the media scrum, she also says, Thunder Rosa says she's hurt. And when she says she's not hurt anymore, I'll beat her. And I'll beat <laughs> which her. Is, which is very mm. – so, like, everybody that was at that presser, aside from Chris Jericho, was throwing shots. Everybody. People fed up. People are fed the fuck up in AEW. AEW is truly the ghetto. <laughs> Everyone does seem pissed. And I'm just – it is – and we'll get to more because – it didn't stop there. Um, next up was Christian and Jungle Boy. And, man, honestly, this is a match I was looking forward to. I was, too. Lie. And it started <laughs> off with one big old what the fuck? Luchasaurus turns heel again. I guess because uh, <laughs> because uh, they'll never see it coming. That that feels like a wrong sort of thing. And then we're like, uh, they not going to see this happening, bro. Like, yeah, because I was just why, why would why was, would that happen? I was like, why is this happening? Luchasaurus is the new big show. Yeah, face heel. Like, yeah, I was legit mad because I'm like, why? Why is it? Why is this? No, I don't want fuckery. I want a match. And now we know <laughs> why. Uh, yeah, because injured. Because somebody's old as shit. Christian, uh, we'll we'll get it. We'll talk about injuries in a little bit. But Christian is one of. Hey. Four people that are <laughs> injured right now. You ain't break your back. <laughs> so uh, Luchasaurus attacks Jungle Boy during his entrance, throws him onto some steel, puts him through a table. Christian hits him with the uh, unprettier. That's the match. Forty-six seconds. <clears throat> Sucks, but you know he's hurt. So what can you do? Um, next up was Jericho and Brian Danielson. Honestly, pretty great match. Yeah, that was a good match. Uh, Jericho is still Lionheart came out. He did. Lionheart uh, came and, out and did. But again, Jericho won instead of Danielson. And the crowd kind of got a little deflated again. Because, like, the, the, the crowd flattens out when Ricky loses and when the acclaim lose. And then Tony wins, but happy. Christian and Luchasaurus do their things. So the crowd gets sad. Jericho beats Brian after an amazing match, and the crowd just flattens again. That was the whole show. Yep. Yeah. Was like, oh, this is really exciting. The crowd didn't like ride high. The crowd didn't have like highs and lows in a good way. It was, yeah, we're fine. Fuck. All right. Well, maybe the next one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, shit. The match is over already. Nope. That can't right. happen. Uh, so and and like like Kenny said about hey, we'll see the rematch on Dynamite. This, this happens a pay per view. We'll have the real thing on Dynamite. Brian beat um, Hangman this past Dynamite. So next week he's gonna fight Jericho again in this tournament. Wait, we don't know what we we, what, we 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 didn't say there was a tournament yet, Mongo. We didn't get to that oh, yet. Hey, we're past that part. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
This is what it's for, though. So, you know, nobody knows what it's for yet. Could be for anything. Maybe, maybe a new belt. Um, yeah, but so, like you said, on. like you said, Kenny, we're, we're going to get the rematch and maybe Brian wins that one. Um, make, make fans happy. Right. Um, Dynamites are, Dynamites are their pay-per-views. And for some have, reason... And, sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. I was going to say, Dynamites are really their pay-per-views, and for some reason they get people $69 to watch something else, to watch a, a regular TV show on a <laughs> every every four months. That's what it is. Dynamite's their pay-per-view. Rampage is their Raw. And their pay-per-views are NXT. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up is uh, House of Black, and apparently the last match of the group um, <laughs> against Sting, Darby, and Miro. It's the House of Gone. Uh, so uh, it was a it how was, pissed? Uh, like, bro, I came over here for you, and you bouncing? Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Uh, so we're mm-hmm. this match. It was all right. It wasn't anything to write home about. <laughs> um, uh, Sting, Miro, and Darby win, and then after the match is over, and like we cut to a video package, uh, House of Black goes on the stage. Black does the kiss to the crowd, bows, leaves. Yeah. And now though, that's because Malachi asked and was granted his release, but after. not a regular, not a, not a regular release. Hold this on, the thing. first release that the first release that he asked for he was denied right this that was can, this yeah. was yeah this is considered a conditional release that's right that's the word conditional release um and i believe it's like you can come back anytime or keep doing stuff or you can wait six months to do anything else not 90 days, folks. Like that. 90 days. Six months. Double, double the 90 day. No compete. I know. 180 days. Because they don't want him going back to WWE right now while it's hot. They don't want. If want others. Do Sorry, go ahead, Matt. It, they don't want him to do that, and if they're saying that. The rumor is he's he, he's stepping away from wrestling due to mental health. So they're basically kind of calling his bluff. If you are truly having mental health issues, then you're not going to want to wrestle or do anything for the next six months. And if you do want to wrestle, you're only going to wrestle for us. Who the fuck but are going to call his bluff, though? But that, here's, the, okay, not. Here's, here's the thing, though. Here's, here's the thing. You know, you guys, we, we're we a brotherhood, so we know a lot about each other. There is no time frame on how you feel when it comes down to your mental health. Exactly. Right. You can be perfectly fine at 10.34 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and at 10.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time going to a fucking depression. There is no time frame. There is absolutely yeah. no time frame. There could be anything can trigger a depression, a smell, a thought, 
a, a word of free anything. Like there's no time for how do you give some like like I I I, I see what you're saying, Matt, but that is so fucked up. If that's the case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who the fuck are they to call a bluff on that shit? If the man isn't doing well mentally, you gotta take that seriously. Automatically. Yeah, they're taking it seriously, but on the back end, that's exactly what they're saying behind his back. If he is truly suffering, if he is truly having mental health issues, he's not going to want to wrestle for these six months. But like to Kenny's point. It's going to put him on ice. But like, but like to Kenny's point, why put it? You can't put a timetable on that. Like you can't put a timetable on that. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say him being around a certain crowd does not help his mental, his mental stability? Do you know who's over at another company that might help his brain out? His wife, wife. goddammit! Yeah, his wife. His fucking wife. And you notice, ever since a lot of this has happened, she has disappeared too. So obviously, mm-hmm. it is a serious issue. Whatever is happening is being taken seriously. I. It's, I don't know, man. It, it, it sucks. I, I do wonder if this conditional release is going to be normal going forward if someone asks for the release and they're granted it. Like, is it now going to be everyone that gets the release, you're going to have to wait six months? Or is this just for, for Malachi? I think it's going to be for the people that signed those stupidly long contracts. Yeah, he should have signed a five-year deal. That that is like Malachi, Adam Cole, Miro. I would say if like, Miro gets released, then we'll know. <laughs> it's that type of deal. Uh, do we think he's trying to go back to? I don't honestly. I right think now, that man wants to be healthy. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this is him trying to like get one over on anybody. Um, he he has talked about before even before he was in AEW about how he had dealt with mental health problems before. He's been yeah, right. like a big right. When it comes to like speaking about it, he's been somewhat he's been like proponent about it, an advocate for like pushing that importance of it. <laughs> this is a, a, a problem he's had for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like Kenny said, you know, mm-hmm. it's something like we everyone kind of knows something about whether it's something you deal with or someone you care about deals with. Um, so no, I don't think this is him just trying to get out of anything. I think he just, he needs to step away and, you know, Godspeed to him. Good luck. Uh, you know, everyone, I think everyone's rooting for him to figure it out. And whether he continues to wrestle or not, I just want the guy to be healthy and happy. And honestly, with a lot of this, with that conditional release part, it's probably just a way of them protecting themselves. If you think about past cases where people have just randomly left the company saying that they were done, um, Kurt Angle is a great one. He said he wasn't wrestling anymore. And then a few months later, he was in TNA. We had Jeff Jeff Hardy. Nothing was wrong with Jeff Hardy. He just said, oh, I'm sick. I just want to go home. Mm -hmm. And then he's in AEW. I have a question. Oh, you mean the tampering that they that AEW did <laughs> that they uh that they want to uh uh, uh get 
uh, WWE for that they sent the email to? Like, the like, same type of tampering? There's been so many. Yeah, there's so many issues. There's been so many instances of this stuff, type of stuff happening. I don't blame them for saying, "Oh, here, wait six months if you really are done." I have, I have a question. Should they have done their research more about his past issues with mental health? Yeah, Not really. I don't, know, I don't know if I don't know if that's something they they should have for that to be a or thing. Or just where... ask him. But you know what? It's, it's it was a it was a very public thing. He was very public about it. it. It's not something that's hidden and stuff like that. So I think that's something that they knew from the they they already knew. Now, like we don't know if what you know that is the case that they're doing. They're they're like pretty much. We'll see if you really are. We don't know for sure. But if it is, it's his mental health was a well known thing. It's a well known thing. You know, it's not a secret that people would have to look up to be like, oh, we didn't know he had. Nah, he, he talks about it. He tells you the reason he has that demon on his back is because of it. You know, those are part of it. That's part of his mental health. One of the demons that he was fighting. Like, so. And, and, and I get Matt's point. And, and yeah, like, I understand them protecting themselves. But if you know that this man has dealt with these issues in the past, and it goes back to your point as well, Kenny, why put a timetable on that? Just give him a leave of absence. Just give him a leave of absence. If, if the man wants his release and he tells you, look, I'm, I'm, I can't, my mental is not here. <clears throat> this is not the type of job where someone can say, my mental is not here, and it not effect and affect. If his mental isn't there, that means he could miss a spot, and someone can get seriously mm-hmm. hurt. Mm-hmm. Someone can get seriously hurt. Like yeah. if he says, "Look, I just want to go home. That's 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 what I want to do. I want to go home. I don't want to do this anymore." You gotta respect that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to that point, that would just make his mental issues even worse. Because now mm-hmm. his personal life and his professional life would be something that he had that he would have to deal with as far, mm-hmm. as, as, far as trauma. Listen, if you've ever been in a if you've ever been in a goddamn job where it drains your mental to be there. It, it's it's it, it takes a lot out of you. It it you do wind up making mistakes while you're at that job because you really don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Like you really don't want to be there. You 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 fuck up on little shit that you know that you can do without even thinking twice. So I don't know. Uh, so yeah, well, you know, we wish Akai the best, whatever he does next. Just kind of hope he gets, he gets helping needs. Um, All right. <laughs> next up is the main event. Uh, Punk beat Mox. He, he's new AEW world champion. That lasts for about two days. Um, uh, and then the, match, the real main event happened. I, I like the match. Uh, Here's the thing. I was behind Punk. I thought the match was good. 
Here's the thing. Here's, I'm going to say something. Y'all know I hate CM Punk with a passion. Guess what? CM Punk had a good match. That was a really good match, actually. It was a good wrestling match, and it was a good fucking fight, also. It was it was a good match. Here's the thing, though. Once again, CM Punk has not had a match that I will remember. He has a promo that I will remember. Once again. Let's get into it. Um... CM Punk's inevitable meltdown. CM Punk we, went into every, business for was, himself. Everyone <laughs> else was, was coming since he showed up because everyone that has followed Punk's career. The shit hit the fan. Knows mm-hmm. that when something isn't going the way he wants to, it will just fucking fall apart. <clears throat> and that's what happened. And he starts off this thing by asking a reporter what their name is. And it's somebody from Wrestling Inc., Nick Houseman, I think. Yep. And then he just goes off on him and every reporter in the room about the Colt Cabana situation. That and no one brought on, the fuck up. That no one, and he goes on later and says, and the fact that I've got to answer questions about Colt Cabana is fucking ridiculous. Like, no, you're not asking. You're not answering. Cause, no cause, one asked. Because, yeah, no side one note. It, up. No, it was never brought up. No one, we have yet to, no one brought up Colt Cabana. Ever. During uh, that, that time. <laughs> he gets mad at Brian Alvarez. He says, Brian, Al- Brian, you mad at me? And Brian says, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at you. Brian goes, what for? And he says, because you were pushing this whole Colt Cabana problem on your show. And Brian says, I never said that. I said that I heard rumors about that, but I never said anything about, uh, I never said that they were true. I never confirmed anything. I just said what things have been. But he was calling out everybody in the room like, oh, you're all fucking terrible. You're all, you're all what's killing this business. Uh, you were As he's eating a cake. As he's eating a cupcake. And it's like, it was crazy because it was one of those moments where, like, it's a train wreck. You you know it's terrible for what's happening. You can't look away. He he would not stop. And then he talked about Colt Cabana having money issues, and he, he paid for Colt's bills during the lawsuit with WWE. <clears throat> and then he and Colt had their problems that are very well known. Told that Colt shared a bank account with his mom. He said that for that, no reason. He just said that man's business out. out there he pulled for no a, damn reason. He pulled the Sansa. He pulled the Sansa with Braun when they said that they was going to name Braun King. He can't even make children. <laughs> That's exactly. Says, he shares a bank account with his mom, but that tells you anything about who he is as a person. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Dennis. Then told us, oh, I haven't been friends with him for two years, so stop asking me about him. Don't care where he's at. Don't give a fuck all. The, this, that, and the other. First of all, none of us ever gave a shit about either no, one of you to really don't ask. be frank. Don't want to ask. Didn't no ask, cares. nor did we care. <laughs> uh, gives us a re- brief recap about how uh, Danhausen gave him shoes, so shout out to Danhausen. Uh, <laughs> then... He decides to go back into business for himself and um, bring back up for double or nothing, which was in May. He's hey still man. mad about shit 
that Hangman said all the way back in May. The stupid, dumb fuck, Hangman Adam Page. And the whole time he's doing was Tony Khan's face. He this was just shocked. Sitting there like this. In front of his boss, and his boss is looking at it, realizing. Oh, shit. At this oh, moment, shit. I, I fucked up. I'm watching the implosion of my company. I, he is literally realizing it. What's running through his head is everything that Cody probably told him would happen and why Cody left and went to WWE. Because now it all makes sense. Tony Khan also, picked CM Punk over Cody. Like a fucking idiot. But also, you're the boss. Tell him to shut right. up. And he never exactly. told him to shut up. He let, let him, him dis- he let him disparage not mo- not not just one employee, two employees. More than that. This, Yo, he, 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 he let he, 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 the, the, EVPs, the EVPs. He what you call it? He pretty he, much disrespected the entire company from the executives down to the common wrestler. And, it, and he okay. was in the majority of the roster. It wasn't and, just and it's, He said, I work with fucking children. Yeah. Tony makes me work with pricks all the time. That's everybody. Mind you, last everybody. year, mind you, last year, he was like, there's so many young guys in the locker room that I'd love to work with. Fast forward one year later, I work, I'm a fucking adult and I work with fucking children. Because I'm what, old, I'm tired, because, I'm hurt, and I work with fucking children. Because what CM Punk realized is with this new generation of wrestlers and this new generation of wrestling fans and media, we have seen your bullshit. We know Mm -hmm. your bullshit. We have measured in your bullshit. We Mm -hmm. know what to expect when you enter a company. Hangman saw through you. Cody saw through you. The elite saw through you. Everyone saw through you. Except for the main person, the cash cow, Tony Khan. Yeah, because he's a fucking fanboy. That's why MJF called him a fucking mark. So it's it's exactly what Tony Khan deserves. You have Mm -hmm. the guy who, who... this man just a, just a few minutes before had you had gave him his crowning achievement. He had won your company's title. Everything I said happened. Happened. I didn't expect that that what happened after that to happen. <laughs> he went off. He he realized he basically became the Mad King at that moment. He realized he had all the power. He said, well, fuck it. Since I got all the power right here, and here go here go the golden goose right here, too. Here go this idiot. Let's everybody see. take some I, of this. Everybody getting it. Because <clears throat> can't nobody stop me. Because he ain't never told me to, to, to rein it in. He ain't never told me to shut up. So I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to keep going. Oh, these your, these they supposed to be your bosses? Guess what? They don't Not do no. nothing. They, they, they ain't nobody. Mm-hmm. And now, and now, look what we got as a result of all this. We ain't got no AEW World Champion. We ain't got no trios champions. We just got our, we just crowned our first trios champions, and just a few days 
just last night, we have already crowned our second trio. We just, we just got Kenny Omega back on our TV screen. This man had, exactly. people, had people going in the back, beating his ass. And then, and- <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, before we do, <laughs> basically what happened was, supposedly, after CM Punk went on tirade where he decided to go like Matt said, Mad King on everybody. In the back, the elite, the EVPs in whom which he would talk, he was talking shit about, decided to confront him. Now, Punk's version of the story is they kicked the door down and they were pretty much about to jump in. Young Buck's version is they went to knock on the door and was met with a barrage of fists. In both versions of the story, Ace Steel, the man who slapped Punk the other week and got him all hyped up, threw a chair which hit Nick Jackson. (laughs) Nick Kenny Omega. In both stories, Ace Steel, the man that slapped Punk last week, Big Kenny Omega. Now, here's the thing. Larry was backstage. Those of you who don't know, Larry is Punk's... Bitch-ass dog. Right. Larry (laughs) is Punk's dog. So, when you hear Omega got bit, you automatically think, oh, Larry bit Omega because of everything that's going (laughs) on, a dog in the scuffle. Nah, homie. It's your man AC Steele out here taking a bite out of crime. (laughs) Okay. Now, as a result of this, Tony Khan sees everybody talking shit about him on the internet. He sees how people are telling him he has to grow a set of balls and do something. Tony Khan says, I, I, everybody fucking suspended. Everybody lose their belt. So, because of this melee and because of CM Punk, who we don't know technically if he's let go yet, or if he actually is suspended. We know the elite is suspended for their part in it. And pretty much the main reason why he got suspended is because one of the bigwigs was backstage when all that shit went down. He saw it. Because if the big wig wasn't back there, I'm pretty sure nobody would have got suspended. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty fucking sure nobody would have got suspended. It was just bad already because even just like on top, right with Jericho, it was Jericho's turn during the media scrum. We heard him say something to Tony Khan. He said, <laughs> hey, some shit went down backstage. Chris Jericho was the most mature person out of all of this. Chris fucking Jericho. But in true Jericho fashion, the only that's when you get the Chris Jericho. He is the only part he he has all he's learned all that stuff from working in WWE that he knows what to do, he knows what to say, he knows how to go corporate in an instant. He was the only normal part of the media scrum because, mm-hmm. like we said earlier, Tony Storm was taking shots, Swerve and Keith Lee were taking shots. They was tired of people's shit. Tony Collins was letting everybody get their hits in. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho is the only person who was. It was a it was a great night for uh, all elite wrestling. 
we had it was uh, we had a great buy. It was a great night. Da, da, da. Hey, he's the only person being an adult. And That's like true. Kenny said, it only took it, it only took one of the big wigs, one of the other people, the people that had that actually controls AEW's fate for being on TV. It took one of them being back there and seeing all that shit go down yes. for some shit to actually happen. You know, you know what's so funny about that? They always they being AEW always talk about how they're you no, know, this is a sport and sport this, sport that. You know what athletes do, professional athletes do during the media? Hey, y'all just mentioned them, Jericho. They act fucking professional. Mm-hmm. Y'all the extremely unprofessional media scrum. Sad <laughs> the shit talking for Twitter. You know what it is? Also, you know what it is? AEW tries to model so much after New Japan. Mm-hmm. New Japan, after their pay-per-views, they have their guys do their version of a scrum or whatever, and these guys uh, uh, But they're talking shit is actual promos mm-hmm. for their next matchup. Okay? It's not them putting down the fucking... The only person that did that, I believe, was what? Will Ospreay at one time, and they, and they got in his ass about it? And then the next person that said something about New Japan was was um Coda, and we still see ain't seen Coda since. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coda mentioned Coda mentioned uh, the the Yakuza, and we ain't heard or seen Coda ass since. All right. Yeah, the, that is a weird thing with them. They try to treat the media scrum as if AEW is a real sport. Then, but they really don't because they kind of just go out of character. They kind of just mm-hmm. it becomes shoot interviews mm-hmm. for the most part. It's never anything that's in, in character. Canon. It's never anything in character. It's like, oh, I'm Matty Reigns, but guess what? I'm just Matt. <laughs> I'm just gonna be Matt now. I'm just yeah, I got my belt, but I'm just Matt, and I'm tired right. of these people. <laughs> right, like, right. No, like in New Japan, you'll have um Okada talking shit, but it's Okada in character, right? Talking shit about his next opponent. Like I've beat this person and this person. There's no one that can beat me. Like it's it's one of those type of things. I've said it. I've said it umpteen times, and I will continue to say it about this company. They do things. Strictly for shock value. They they do it strictly for shock value. Like that's that's always been that's always been their intent is to get a shock to get a rise out of you. Well, this one this backfired on them. They this was embarrassing. This this media scrum because most of their other media scrums have been just like normal regular regular press conferences. They haven't really been much to talk about. And you might get a little bit of hit of like feathering of a storyline. You might get some little hidden gems or something like that. But for the most part, they're kind of boring. This time, I thought that's what was going to happen. It took me going on the Twitter and someone saying, yo, CM Punk is over here talking shit about Hangman. I'm like, hold up. Why are you talking shit about Hangman? I go on the YouTube real quick and I just see him sitting up there eating a damn cupcake, just spewing, just going. Word diarrhea. 
and let his feelings be known, being a, a straight up diva. And I'm like, oh, well, this this is gonna be fun. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep watching this, and it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Like, here's the thing. Trips Trip said it the best when he said what he when he told to um Punk, you were on the top with the belt, and that still was not enough for you. Dude, you just won the belt, and that's still it's he's proven still, it's proven that something for May. Like it's proven that the 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 spot you won in WWE, Tony Khan is giving you that. Your name is on the moniker that that, that you want it so badly, and that's still not enough. It goes back to what we were talking about last week, and in, in, in terms of Punk, he's held that company hostage since he got there. Mm-hmm. Well, because everyone but the person who pays him, who just now realized it, it took that happening for him to realize it. Everyone knew. He was getting Tony Khan for his cash. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I had been saying it from the get-go. I was like, CM Punk must ain't got no money no more. He must be getting broke. Because he, all these other years, he's always said, nope, I don't need to do wrestling. I don't need to do wrestling. I'm rich. Oh, come to find out, the rumor is all those lawsuits and everything, the boy ain't got that much money all I used to. So, of course, that's why he comes to AEW. He has his money. Now he's trying to find a way out. Now he's realizing that everybody does not drink CM Punk Kool-Aid. Because maybe 10 years ago, yeah, we possibly could have still been sipping on it. But now we just know he's kind of, he's a cynic. He's a cynical. He's just an old, grumpy old man. Just stay at home. If you don't want to be here, then just let him let him go. And let him be mad. <laughs> And think about just think about how these other promotions over the past decade have just caught fire. Like you see an, so many, such an abundance of talent now who came from where CM Punk came from as far as the indies and being an ROH mm-hmm. and being an impact and so on and so forth. These dudes are not, they're, they're better than him. Way better. Yeah, he's he's realized that these people are better, Stay louder better in the back than him. The people to hear, please. They're better than him, and they don't believe they don't drink, they don't believe in his hype. Mm-hmm. It was a his hype. They're like, oh yeah, he was cool, but they remember the shit that he did, the shit that he said about Roman. They saw the shit that Roman had to go through. Mm-hmm. They've seen all the all the shit that all the other stuff he's done since then. And then they're seeing how he's waltzing in back into the company, saying all the saying all of the right things to the right person. His, he to pretty get much, paid. He pretty <laughs> much did the hangman what he did to Roman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's he's picking. He's found a new person to hate. He's trying to get everybody to hate hangman, but it's backfired because we're like, no, we saw what you did to Roman. You're not about to do this to him. He didn't do anything to you. What he said was valid. What what he did at that media scrum was embarrassing. It was, should have not been allowed. Hangman had already been punished for what he said all those months ago. He shouldn't even been punished for that. But because right. TK 
because Punk has TK's ear. He can get people punished. He got Hangman punished for it. That should have been enough. No, you still want to go on about it. You talking about Hangman was Hangman almost cost us a, a million dollar million dollar of uh, 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 revenue for double or nothing. No, he didn't. How? No, he didn't. No, How? He didn't. You, the only way that was going to happen is if your ass walked out of it. Pretty then much, he, CM Punk, you just... Shut up, bitch. Then he tries to say, <laughs> you go, here, here's, here's another one for you. Then he tries to say, well, well, Hangman thinks he knows everything. He doesn't want to take the advice of anybody. No, it's probably, he doesn't, well, you're just mad because he doesn't want to take your advice. Mm-hmm. You ain't everybody has How, a different way of learning. You can't be mad because he just because you learn A, B, and C and he learns C B A. It seems You're like here's <laughs> here's the thing. It it seems like Hangman takes advice from everybody else because that when he first when they first got the AEW, there was a thing about Hangman working stiff. They spoke to him about it. They ain't been an issue about that shit again. So it seems like he fucking takes advice. Like Matt said, he just don't want your bullshit ass fucking advice because you fucking pee, you full of shit. Mm-hmm. Cause he's he's doing all this shit. He he always does this shit when Hangman is not around. Hangman is never any anywhere in the vicinity. Hangman had priority left. Who is be who who does he talk shit about? Hangman. Who's not in the building when he's talking shit? Hangman. Who's going to go try and beat his ass? The rest of the motherfucking elite. Because they tired of that bullshit. You're a fucking he's talking, he he's talking shit about them and he's talking shit about he's talking shit about all of them. And that's exactly why Cody left. Because he said, this is what we had built this company up, and this is the bullshit you 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 picking instead of keeping me here. But mm-hmm. now it makes sense as to why Cody left. The best part about this whole thing is during the whole scrum and the fight that went on, you had FTR at the bar getting lit. <laughs> <laughs> and what makes this even more funnier is you got the elite punk and ace all these guys claim to do, not do drugs so everybody was sober. i ain't never seen this sober people act this fucking violent before you got sober people fighting that is some funny shit to me that so as of right now due to this we had some vacancies of two titles. There will be a tournament to determine the new AEW champion. Notice I did not say interim. Tony Khan did not mention the word interim at one no point. So this would be for a new champion, period. We have a tournament and the finale won't be at a pay-per-view, folks. Guess where it's going to be? It's going to be at... Damn! <laughs> also, we had the vacancy of the trios belt. And for that, we actually got a match 
on Dynamite. We got Death Triangle versus the Best Friends with Orange Cassidy. Death Triangle, real champion. Pac is now a two-belt holder. Tupac, as Greg called him the other day. So, what's next for AEW, guys? Who's the next one to have a? Who's the next one to leave? <laughs> Thunderosa probably gonna be next. It was rumored she was seeking her release, and someone said it wasn't true. But honestly, it wouldn't shock me if she. They said she was hiding in the bathroom, hiding the bathroom or in the locker room. Hiding the bathroom. Probably when she fucked up Jamie Hayter face, uh, <laughs> she was hiding in the bathroom because she didn't want to get beat up. <laughs> oh, man, I think so. she'll be gone next. Um, that's probably, and then yeah, punk. Both of both of our champions. Well, the only last champion left is she gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. I think she she will definitely be gone next. If anyone else leaves, that's just them trying to just catch on since they see it. It's kind of hot. Oh boy, AW man, how fucking embarrassing is that? Hold on, but we di- we didn't talk about one thing. At the end of the pay per view, we got the reveal of who the man in the mask was. The man in the mask was MJF. So yeah. on Dynamite, MJF came out in typical MJF fashion, cutting one of the best fucking promos that the business has seen. Had the crowd believing that he was all for Buffalo and being a face. And then, wapash! Right back to old (laughs) Maxwell Jacob Freeman. (laughs) Took off the Buffalo jersey, wiped his ass with it. Mox comes out and pretty much tells him, I'm just your ass. (laughs) He cuts a little promo. MJF looks at him, Mox gives him that look again, like, I'm serious. I'll beat your ass. And MJF gets out the fucking ring. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Right now, wrestling is looking real fun because one company is a fucking train wreck. You can't help but watching to see what goes on next. And the other company is getting back on rail. And giving us what we've been missing. Wrestling is fun right now. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of fucking drama. And Wrestling. The soap opera is back, folks. If y'all were missing <laughs> the if y'all were missing the soap opera in wrestling, she it's back, folks. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like I still can't believe, and I'm not going back. I, I just still can't believe that they wasted so many potential good moments for that that fucking for that asshole. <laughs> and mind you, it, it, this is one that this one that big pay per views. Here's the thing, and uh, this was one, one of their big pay per views. All out is one of their big ones. That's what I'm saying. Like this one, of their big ones. Oh, and and the bullshit is. The crowd literally was like, man, all right, you won. And they got more hyped when MJF pulled off his mask. 
That Chicago <laughs> immediately forgot about Punk. Right. When they saw MJF. Immediately. Say shout out to AEW for incorporating hip hop culture very much into their shows. They have my boy West Side Gun from Griselda out there. Um, walking Daniel Garcia this dynamite. That shit was dope. I, I can't for it. AEW has been big on very much incorporating um the hip hop culture into their lifestyle. You know, you got hook with action bronson using that's not a theme song that was made for hook that's one of action bronson's songs that you can find on his album that that tony khan paid for so that way it can be used you know what i mean so shout out to the anything else you guys want to talk about real quick before we call it a night we've been on here for a minute today Um, (laughs) i guess the good thing about about what happened that, like we just said, we, we got well, we got new uh, trio champs uh, yesterday, and we'll be getting a new champ in two weeks. A new champ, not interim. I'm glad they got rid of that bullshit. So one thing about AEW, I mean, they kind of had no choice, but they know how to somewhat clean up their mess right away. That's because Dynamite's are their pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Dynamite's are their pay-per-views. It's only been, it's not interim this time because the first time around, Punk never got a chance to vacate it, even though he wanted to vacate it. Tony Khan insisted that he did not vacate it because he was still trying to hold on to that pipe dream of pumpkins, pumpkin spice punk. See how long that lasted. So now he's realized after all that, it can't have no, no, it can't be no interim. No, this dude, he got to go. And he supposedly hurt too. Yeah, ain't no interim. At and this point, there's gonna be no mention of him. Yeah, <laughs> and he never happened. And we we see why WWE has been around for what 50 years, 40, 50 uh-huh. years, because they are a well-oiled professional machine. Even mm-hmm. when they have their moments where turmoil and, and bullshit is taking place. They know how to set that fire. They know how to uh, put that fire out, conduct it in a positive and professional manner, and keep business going. Right. Pretty much. Pretty much. Because their fucking CEO got fucking... The man who created them left. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And shit. They kept going business as fucking usual here, folks. Mm Mm-hmm. You are absolutely correct. He is out for eight to nine months with injury, along with Christian. Terrible. And AEW, get some grown-ups in the room. Mm, other than they Chris other, other than Jericho. They got him. They just, it's too late. It was too late putting them in place. Other than Jericho, and I'll put Mox in there, too. I'll put Mox in there, too, <laughs> is because how he handled himself when he left WWE. Yeah. Since Mox be talking shit about WWE too, but yeah. <laughs> he's 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 an he's an old employee. He's allowed to. Right. Don't forget to don't forget to follow us folks at Facebook.com forward slash under the ring pod and at twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. 
Once again, you know we're here on the Ring Podcast. It airs every Thursday at 8.30-ish or so. You know, that's that's around our time. Don't forget to follow, pretty much. Don't forget to follow us on our um, Twitter pages. We got Greg Bush SK. You got me, Rock Ribs 44. You got my boy Mike, Mr. Freshbeard. You got Matt, the right answer. You got Tito Boreal Maliente. And you got our boy Justin D. Baxley. Don't forget to follow us. Once again, like Mike said, 830 is follow the damn Facebook page so you don't miss out. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week to those of you who also follow us. For our other podcast, House of the Podcast, that will be returning tomorrow. So you will be seeing the House of the Podcast tomorrow. Reggie, we ain't forget, baby. We ain't forget. <laughs> you will be seeing that podcast tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. See y'all later. Peace. Donna. Nah, nah.